All right, Cleveland Moto is running. We have got uh, a good crew tonight. They surprised us with some 48-degree weather this morning. So, uh, fuck you. Uh, I, I was like, eh, I got a bunch of running around to do. I got the wrong vehicle load. I got trucks in the wrong places. I was like, I'll ride the Versus. And I got that new 2015 Versus. I'll ride that around. And I had title work to do. I had to go all over the damn place. So I go out like, you know, I'm wearing just the thin Kevlar pants, like the normal icon riding pants. And I'm wearing just a hoodie under my summertime jacket and like normal summertimey kind of gloves. Fuck me, was I wrong? <laughs> and then... How soon did you figure that out? When it started raining. <laughs> was, that, was that 30 miles from the house? It was about 30 20 minutes from, from my house and about 20 minutes from my destination. Okay. Yeah, dead in the middle. And I was yeah. like, well, so now it's raining. And every and of all the gear I'm wearing, only my helmet is waterproof. <laughs> so everything else is absolutely not waterproof. It absorbs the water? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> a sponge. It just gets, it slowly gets bigger and bigger. <laughs> it increases your safety because it slows you down. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so it, it, halfway through my trip, it started pissing on me, and I was like, God damn it. And I, uh, fortunately, the Versus does not have. And they're off. Yeah, that was a good one. The Versus doesn't have a thermometer on it. <laughs> Fuck you if you're building a motorcycle and you don't put a thermometer on your motorcycle, you dipshits. Well, Zero um, has one on it. They just don't display it. They just don't display it. <laughs> it. Right, exactly. You know, if Motoguzzi's got a fucking functioning thermometer on it, everybody should have a functioning thermometer on it. Well, you could be dumb like Yamaha. My S10 has one, but they put it inside the airbox. So it's whatever whatever the temperature inside the airbox is. Why the fuck did they do that? <laughs> I don't know, but it's definitely confusing. That is stupid as yeah. shit. Man. Well, the ECU is probably using it to find out. Yeah, what but the they're giving you a display of it. Yeah, yeah. Thanks a lot. So it's like you pull up to a red light, and you're you're like, oh, it's seventy two out, eighty. Yeah, 90, 95, 110. I better get off this bike. But I can see my breath, so I'm really confused. Right I know now. it's yeah. not one hundred and ten degrees, but I can see my breath. The uh, I wish I had a freeze warning, though, like Volvo's. Or something. I mean, I can do, make my own freeze warning. It does? A yeah, freeze warning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, that's something that's really useful. Ages ago, we had Piaggio Liberty scooters that had freeze warnings. They had a, a temperature gauge on there, and I, most of them were in centigrade, and you couldn't change them to Fahrenheit, mm. fuckers. So, uh, but yeah, that's where you are. To my immediate left is... Steve Hofford. And? Pete Hamflin. Johnny Chrome. Yeah. Oscar? Chris Smith. Johnny Mac. Sleepy Cinch. And your humble narrator and washer of diapers. No, we don't have any. We got a new mechanic coming in, though. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, so you say. We think. Tomorrow he's he's threatening to bring his toolbox in tomorrow. <clears throat> hmm. Let's so, talk to him. Yeah. yeah, I talked to him today. Okay. So I, he's saw, like, I saw Kevin Rosman riding his bicycle past my house. Right. Well, Kevin lives in the neighborhood now. Okay. So that's cool. But he he's not our new mechanic. He was starting to ask me about the podcast, and I—I I don't. Know, we were talking about other stuff. He heard. was here about an hour ago. Yes, oh, he, he asks like every other week. He texts me and asks me about it, and I tell him. And <laughs> do you know what he said today when he was here? He said he didn't want to be, be the one that falls asleep in the chair. Is what he said. That's what he told me. <laughs> he said, I'm, "He's like, I'm so tired, I could fall asleep standing up." And I hear you guys already got somebody that does that. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you something. Chris Smith does not talk at the podcast a whole lot, but Chris Smith and I took a look. Nice motorcycle trip last weekend. The guy never shut up. Really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys had the Bluetooth. Yeah, going. we had the yeah. Oh, that, really? You guys were that? syncing that shit up, and I'm like, you're going to be sorry. No, no. We had a <laughs> so now I'm happy that mine didn't work. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. So now the three of you guys. I, I only went for an hour. My brother was with us. Yeah. Tim, oh, your Tim, brother is too. Yeah. Okay. He spent uh, half a day with us. Okay. Shit. So what bikes were you on? What bike were you on, Chris? 
I was on the concourse. You were on the concourse. What year is that concourse? Oh, two. No, two concourse. So yep. that's a, you know, a, a, you know, a, a generation yeah. one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, 86 is when they started. Oh, really? Them. So yeah. 2002 is generation two, I it's, guess. It's, it's at the back end of gen one, because okay. then they jumped over to the 14s. Um, right after that? Uh, in 06. Oh, okay. All right. That's 06, a lot 07, of staying power. Me. You think about how well, long yeah, the concourse was around. Yeah, for 20 years. Yeah. And that bike still looks contemporary. It like, does. You think? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I like yeah. my concourse a lot. I really enjoy it. And it's not it. even a Suzuki. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> we, so, have a, we have a 1400 concourse in, in the it, shop right now. Mm-hmm. He already left. He, he picked it up. He did not fuck I around. I did tires on it. Yeah. Took it for a quickie. Yeah. It's a nice bike. It is a really nice bike. bike. Did yeah. you think it was heavy? A heavy bike? It's big. <laughs> I mean, 1400. It's a ZX14 with bags on it, so yeah, it's big. <laughs> it's big. <clears throat> I mean... Yeah. I'm sad I didn't get a chance to ride it before it left. St- steering, it's it felt lighter than my damn plastic couch. Yeah. Okay. But it's a heavy bike. Yeah. So I got a story about the, the, the trip, at least in the communication. Mm-hmm. After about five hours? Five Pete, or six, yeah. Yeah, Pete and I were hooked up, and then my Senna just dropped off. And Pete, Pete, you there? Pete, you there? And every now and then, you know. And you both had Senna's? Yeah, he had, he's got a 10, I got a 20, his brother has a 10. Okay. And uh, so we thought, well, I don't know what the hell happened, but I went back. When we got down to Marietta, I plugged it in the hotel room. Yeah. And my hotel room was about as big as this table right here, which is <laughs> very interesting. Uh, the Lafayette Hotel. The Lafayette, and you had the closet. I did. It was the craziest thing. So anyhow, I we had the in. honeymoon suite. On the other hand, my brother and I. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they they acted like you're on a honeymoon. Lumping and crumping going on in there, boy. I tell you why. But the next day, you know, Pete says y'all fired up. And he says I'm all all uh, charged up. So we go rolling along, and another four or five hours later, <laughs> drops off. And yeah, the Senna's aren't half as good as the Cardos. I, I like my Cardo better. I mean, well, so so I drove mm-hmm. out to, so Mrs. Smith bought it for my birthday a year right. ago, so I rode out to Cycle Gear. Sure. I said, you know, this thing's not holding a charge. Can you check it out? And the guy says, uh, well, where'd you buy it? I said, we bought it here. My wife got it. It was shipped in, but from you guys. And he says, uh, he's looking it up, and he says, did she buy the in-store warranty? I said, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, right. I have no idea. And so I said, well, can't you look that up? And right. sure enough, he finds the receipt in his computer, sure. uh, prints it out and says, yeah, she did buy the in-store warranty. Hang on. Here's a Okay, one. here. Just fucking. And I'm thinking, because you know, while he's looking it up, he says, well, you know, you can ship it back to Senna. And right. they've got, I thought, fuck, you know, do I want to fuck around dick and, you know, right. that kind of shit. So he just reached some, all right, wow. yeah, take a new I thought, all right. Problem solved? So I, well, nice. I haven't taken it out of the box yet and plugged it in oh, yet or oh, anything like that. You know, so the whole way home, you weren't able to bother Pete? No, well, we were good for like four or five hours. On okay. The, next day on the, on the full charge. <laughs> so Pete, yeah. after five hours, he's like, <laughs> Well, no, I think what happened was Pete just went up and went, dink. <laughs> yeah, he did. Well, Chris, your battery went dead again. Oh, what a chance. <laughs> BB gun. Thank God. They texted a picture. I, I, I don't know what the issue was. But they, well, they gave me we had to stay thing. on road because we were near some really nice gravel right. roads down there. But because he was on the concourse, we had three adventure bikes and a concourse. So what was your brother riding? 
His Chinese. Oh, he was uh, riding the Chinese. Yeah. It actually, that thing keeps up. that the orange bike? Surprise! That was yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. That it, thing keeps up really well. It does. It does pretty well. The KT, no. There's, there's a dude. <laughs> but he has a whip, and he has to do this all the time. Well, <laughs> well that's another story. There's a dude. Well, now, now, Pete, tell him about that uh, Ducati that came up behind you. No, that guy was hauling the mail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell you. So tell him the story, man. It was, it was pretty cool. What? So the first day I was in the lead, uh, Chris was in the middle, my brother was bringing up the rear. And I was a little sportier through the curves, Chris was a little bit more reserved, but then when we get to a straight line, Chris was able to reel me in, Yeah. but then my brother on 250 cc's, is not going he to was be being there. held back through the curves, right. and then he couldn't keep up with, you know, Seriously. trying to... With the cruise missile that is the, yeah. co- the, the concourse. <laughs> okay, so that's day one. Yeah. Day two, we said... We'll put Chris in the front, right? Mm-hmm. Put my That's brother smart. in the middle, and okay. I brought up the rear. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there's a reason for that. We'll come back to that reason. Okay. Go ahead. Judge, so judge, 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 judge. I'm in the rear. I see this guy coming up in my rearview mirror, and I'm like, yeah, this guy, he's a Ducati Multistrada or yeah. some kind of supermoto or something. And um, I put my right turn signal on, raise my left hand, you know, kind of the universal signal. Right. Come on Get around. Past, you know, I know you're back there. Right. I'm giving you room. Right. He comes around me. But then my brother didn't know. He, I think he thought it was me behind him still. Okay. So the guy was kind of just hanging back there. But then right. when he got half a break, man, he unleashed that thing. Went by my brother and Chris. Right. Yeah. I gave him the wave around. And didn't need it. Sucked uh, the pain off your butt. High, high <laughs> wave around or reach around? <laughs> <laughs> Only you know about that one, Steve. He was on a decut. So go, go ahead, Pete. Well, that was it. I mean, so he took off. Yeah. And there's a lot of curves. And he went racing into this curve. And they got signs up there, 35 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. 70. He went ripping into that thing. He laid that baby over, yeah. came back up, and took off that way. And before I knew it, he was already down that road down That's there right. and yeah. out of sight. And I we thought, were kind of in a valley, and you could see him like three curves ahead of us. That's in, cool. In the That's valley. always neat. Wow. And Chris Good thought, oh, my God, these young folks. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, that's why motorcycles are fun. You can do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, the reason that I was in the front was... On um, on Saturday night, so we rode down there Saturday, Saturday night, Sunday morning. So Saturday night, somehow, I bumped my head. I don't know what was going on, but I bumped my head. So when I woke up Sunday morning, I was were, I was kind of you foggy. were disoriented. I, yeah, I, right. You got to watch those headboards. You got to you know yeah, you may behind had, you and push you into the headboard. You uh, may have had the flu. <laughs> yeah, you may you may have had. It, the thing was, we flu. bumped our heads yeah. off a lot of margaritas. <laughs> right. it, was, it was Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Did you guys? That's why I was sending the picture. <laughs> I thought it was just three of you. I thought it was the three amigos. Oh, okay. It was the Quattro Formaggio or something. Quattro Formaggio. <laughs> <laughs> Four cheese pizza. No, it was Larry, Curly, yeah, yeah. and Rufy. Yeah. <laughs> so now, did you, where did you do all your drinking? You went down to a brewery down there? Well, we started with a six-pack in the room um, right when we got there. Pre-game? The, the last hour on the way down, we hit a little bit of rain. And um, so, you know, get in the room, get your gear stripped off couple beers there and then we went out to the uh, brewery which was like Marietta three, Brewing Company three doors down from the yeah. hotel watched, stumbling distance yeah. watched Perfect. the uh, awesome. we watched the uh, Kentucky, Kentucky Derby. Derby there and they have a hey, shout out to the Marietta Brewing Company congratulations on your beers you guys are doing a great job down there oh really very yeah. good yeah. beers it was nice yeah. Yeah. yeah and then we went out for Mexican where we had the uh, run in with the uh, picture of 
margaritas. And then we poured my brother back into the room. <laughs> <laughs> and then Chris and I went out again. We went to uh, Rory. a yeah. lo- local town hall or town pump. Well, they cut pump some dead weight. town pump, yeah. So. They, they went to the town pump. Of course That's, you what, did. that's what they yeah. called it. So. Yeah. Went there and the guy yeah. says, it's 9 o'clock. Are you eating? No, no, no. Okay, okay. And we thought he was going to shut the joint right. down. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, we shut the kitchen down at 9 o'clock. Okay. Mm. That's fair. Yeah. But fuck! So the next morning, all within like a block or two of the hotel too. So it was it was very nice. That's so, really convenient. So I meet these guys down in the in the lobby for coffee, and this really is a uh, historic hotel. Mm-hmm. Hundred years old. It's our hundredth anniversary. Yeah. And Pete says, "How you doing this morning?" I said, "Well, I'm a little cloudy. I'll tell you that." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Pete says, "Yeah, you should see Tim." Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, Tim was suffering, so I said. Well, Pete says, well, how do you want to ride this morning? I said, I want to take a little bit more relaxed uh, going back than the way we came down there, Peter. And he said, yes, you know, Tim's on your side. So uh, <laughs> Tim and I had already had the discussion. He had oh, I'm sure Tim had straightened you out real quick. He had expressed his concern about uh, slowing the pace down a little right. bit. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. He's like, it's not about the slow bike. No. It's about the slow reactions. It's the fact that my wet brain won't fit inside my helmet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But Pete was riding a brand new uh, 850, was it? 800 to 800, Eight? yeah. Yeah. And you were ripping and tearing on that, baby. Good for you. Well, I was, you know, breaking it in, exercising it, up right. through the and, gears, and, you know, and, down back. He was the observing gears. all of the tenants of a good break in. Yeah. Yeah. To keep one's warranty intact, should anybody from BMW be listening? Break it out. You want to break it in like you're going to ride it. So. Or ride it like you right. stole it. And then just outside Marietta on the way home, we come across a detour. It said, road closed, quarter mile ahead. We said, well, you can easily squeak through on oh, a bike, yeah. right? Yeah. So we ride up the quarter mile. We figure, yeah. we'll, we'll invest a quarter mile if we got to turn right. around. You know, it's nothing. Nothing. The road was undermined by like a creek. And what? That pavement was probably dropped. 10 feet? 20 oh, feet. Oh, really? And for about 100 yards, yeah. it had just sunk like you cut like you cut a bridge out of it and let the and bridge let it fall. But it wasn't a bridge. It was just. And so but, was it a creek? Wait, well, wait, 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 wait. It 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 actually came down from from each side because Pete was looking at it saying, "Well, I think I and Tim and I can get down this little thing, get across, if and I pop up, up the other side. We stand up on the pegs and but, aren't pump it. Right but the concourse ain't making it. <laughs> no, you know, of course I'm, not. I'm yeah. Well, I'll see you guys on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna yeah. Yeah. drop it in there. That's right where uh, Route 83 <coughs> runs into Route 60. Okay. Down there at yeah. the Muskegon River, yeah. yeah. It was a washout. It was a completely. Like, the road was undermined by water of some sort, and yeah. it just fell out like the top of this table, dropping down two feet on each end and probably ten feet in the middle. Wow! Well, well, I didn't go back that way. Oh yeah. no, that was further south. Was yeah, further we were further south. south. Well, well yeah. south, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a. Uh, I mean, that's pretty good. You guys got that early season run. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's yeah. pretty. No, nice. I felt good. Definitely felt good. That's fantastic. Well, and Pete was smarter. He wore his. Uh, uh, right, proper gear. You know those. Was it Turretech or whatever it is? Or Aerostitch. Aerostitch. Yeah. And I, I got Aerostitch pants. And of course, we got up in the morning. It was pretty nice. I said, Ah, fuck! I don't need those things. Right. Yeah. There was like a stationary technical front mistake there over the very southern tip of Ohio, right along the river there in northern West Virginia. That yeah, we were playing it for half an hour to an hour the first day, and then the next morning when we left. We had to drive half an hour or an hour to get out from under it, heading back north too. So, really? Yeah. Wow. So, 
tested your gear. Yes, and and I was pushing the the, the concourse at 20, 25 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll right. All kidding aside, I was just going to rip and tear at 20 miles. You don't want to have any rain vortices like adding up and going into those carburetors and causing your bike to run poorly. Yeah. Yeah, you can't can't risk that on, on yeah. that bike. Yeah. That's I mean, that's that's fantastic. You guys got to have a good honk. The BMW on the other hand, I put into rain mode. You did. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And and didn't didn't nice. you kick the recliner back too? I did. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he went into rain mode. And the two little extra wheels popped out. Mm. You know, so every time we would break, the little wheels would deploy. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. There was a German on his telecom telling him, like, okay, yeah. roll the throttle back yeah. now. <laughs> the barometric pressure in the area you're heading into is about three points. Expect more precipitation. <laughs> if you dare. <laughs> hey, John, uh, Mecklefresh brought literally what looks like a sex toy or a Tesla yeah. coil, a Tesla coil oh. of some sort. Yeah, you you mm-hmm. have brought a Tesla. I mean, he has brought Jacob's ladder here to the podcast before. Yeah, and so now this time you have brought a little board with yes. a uh, with a, a twelve volt power supply <clears throat> YTX seven battery going into it. Yeah, and you got it. What appears to be like an immersion heater, like a heating coil. This is an inductive heater. Yes, it is. And so yeah, these are Looks I like think actually two iron. Tesla coils on this little board. Yeah, so this is essentially the guts. Yeah. Out of what would be an induction bolt heater. Yep. That were purchased from Amazon. Yeah. And so you take these two wires. I, I don't have it. Oh, geez. One you of my clearly wires. have you it. You clearly don't. I haven't really set this up right. I actually right. want to. Um, I can give you a. I can give a you a very in. very small screwdriver uh, that will assist you in your quest. But um. Here, take this. The smallest screwdriver you got. It's pretty. It's uh, pretty effective. Yep. It's a Gerber tool. It's got everything you need. Gerber. A couple Gerber. things you don't, but mostly what you need. Fucking airline. Here. Airline just took mine. I oh. left it in my bag, and they just took it. Ger- oh, I'm such an idiot. Losing your a carry-on Gerber. bag or your yeah. check-through bag? No, you my carry-on bag. I meant to put it in my yeah. thing. You can oh. buy a box of them. Yeah, it says buy 20 pounds of buy Gerber tools. Buy 20 pounds tools. of Gerber tools, yeah. <laughs> GermanLiquidation.com, yeah. They're available right now on Amazon. This is the lean tech. I might need a, a lovely assistant. Yep. If you can hold. Now lick both fingers. So yeah. white is uh, <laughs> negative. Okay. That's positive. Let me know when to go. Yeah, go ahead. Hook it up. All right. Here we go. So let's see what. Ah! Okay. No, I'm scared. Okay. So let's. This is our first test subject. This is a bolt. Yeah. It looks like about an M8 or an M10. Yeah. yeah. The head is actually too big to fit in no, the yeah. induction it's, coil. It's a, and it's a grade eight bolt. So we're gonna so. stick this here in the middle and see what happens. Wait, you're holding it with your hand, John. Yeah, you're holding it with your hand. We have bring our, uh, you can see the smoke coming out. Oh, of it. I can see smoke coming out of it. Oh yeah. 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 Oh, that's creating some heat fast. With the mm-hmm. No, you're gonna drop it on my yeah. grandma's. Yeah, it's gonna melt the nasty. See, the beauty carpet. of the induction heater <laughs> is that it's a very targeted heat. Yeah, except for the fact that heat moves through metal. Yeah. It will when I. When he drops it. When I. Make sure he drops into his beer. We'll see if I. Turn that, uh, put it on the lid, yeah. glass lid. Yeah, there you go. Okay, yeah, that's you, it. I got it, you got it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now we got safety. I feel better about there that now. Yeah, sure. now you can drop in your beer. This is the biggest chunk of metal I've actually stuck Throw in Throw one of these so on that far. thing for a minute. It is. Now, to put it in... Uh, <laughs> we're stripping off of it. We're gonna do, I'm going to take a photograph so the podcast people can understand what the hell we're doing right now. Yeah, I'll turn it like this. Get All right. Nice angle. Photo acquired. There's this evidence one. to it right now. This one, I don't know, it is, it is cooking the hell out of it. I will say that. 
Lots think, of smoke. Yeah, it's going cherry inside. It is. I can see oh, it. Oh, it is. The back like, end The bolt is definitely yeah, yeah. going cherry red. There's no oh, doubt yeah, about it. Does. Yeah, it does. Yeah. That's impressive. That is straight up cherry oh, yeah. red. That's is probably it, about, what, 1,200 here, degrees? Go ahead and oh, no, it's cherry. Hold on. I got the skin tag on my back. So that takes about, what, how many seconds? That was 30 seconds, maybe a minute the most. This looks like it's going to be fun, right? Oh, right, right. And it's a nasty old carboned up spark plug. Yeah. So let's see. Is anyone have Is it going to fit them? I can actually feel this warming up. Well, sure. And because the funny thing is that Steve is holding the wires onto the terminals with his fingers. So the cool thing you see here is this is a 12 volt power source. Hey! It was. We'll be buying another one. Perfect right what did we do? What pop? What pop? Did you uh, hear that sound? It's a cap. Well, look for the smoke. Got I don't the smell the smoke. Look for the magic smoke. There. The you coil? See? The torrents. Yeah, they touched each other. Did Release they the shoot. They should, no, they should have oh, coating. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Maybe we just... How did they touch each other? Oh, the coils did? Maybe, I don't, don't know. Like no, they they have a, uh, Here's uh, a little piece of plastic on the table. No, that's a skin tag. I think one of the caps popped. I think you're right. It did sound like a cap pop. Something interesting happened. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Dare we try to fire it back? Well, hell yes, shit, dude. The only thing I can think is maybe those two touch. They don't do this shit on motorcycle and misfits. No, well, I mean. Hold it while we touch. So try to. All right. I'll be there. All right. Put it right by the batteries. Here we go. No, LEDs on. Is it? Yeah, the LEDs on. Maybe this was a bad idea. The R5 is not on, though. The other LED is not on. Well, there was, was it? There was only one LED on. Okay. Let's go back. Let's, Let's try to yeah, get that bolt, again. The bolt back in. Maybe just. I think it could have been. Do you like have like a, a really tiny corn dog? It could have been it. like a <laughs> microwave where it actually arced inside the, the coil. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like maybe. Did it? It's a spark plug. Maybe it actually sparked a cloud. It may have oh, done. We yeah. Can, we, we can cut a little uh, sausage off. Let's there. see if it's still heating or if it killed. Oh, yeah. Let's heat the sausage up. Well, okay. So interestingly enough, though, it only seems to metal. work on metal? ferrous, right. ferrous yeah. metal. Yeah, metal. metal. Yeah. So if you put copper or solder. Because it's creating a field. Right, well, yeah. Yeah. Or your finger in there, I don't think it'll do it. But you can heat the sausage with the bolt. I don't think we're working anymore. Yeah, don't touch it. Well, you have a sweet LED, though. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah really. One of the the most bang zoom. Oh, well, we know it was cold. My wife's fork, you want to try? Yeah, yeah fork your wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think she's done. Man, I'm not seeing any heat. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so don't stick a spark plug in it, because yep. I stuck everything else in it today, and it was fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Well, then. Yeah. I think it's done. Uh, but, right, but, 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 yeah. but, you know what I'm out here? Yeah. Thirteen dollars. Thirteen whole dollars. Thirteen yeah. whole dollars on Amazon. That was worth thirteen dollars, right, no matter how you look at it. You fix it for ten cents. Well, I do think we camp. got a really good audio of the. I think so too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Letting the smoke yeah. out of it. Yeah, I think we. I think we heard all the smoke leaving. Oh, that's, yeah. that's sad. But yeah, all I the pixies know. jumped out. What do you oh, got? A little so on here. I, I have a product too. So my friend here in Cleveland owns Hyrobel. Um, they're a bicycle company. They make a stand. This is a pretty interesting thing. So they make a stand. That goes in your everyday bicycle stand. Right. That comes out and it has rubber balls or whatever on it, and then straps. Rubber and balls so and liquor. You can put ten thousand dollar carbon fiber bikes like down to whatever, and there's no way to hurt the bike. Oh, really? So you can strap them in and that work on like them. A challenge. Unless you forget it's on the back of your. No, no, no. You can't grab four and you no, back into something. No, no. This is more of like a work stand. <laughs> oh. But like okay. you can't. So this is the thing. They called all the bike companies, like specialized tech, track everybody. Yeah. What's the perc- what's the PSI of a traditional bike clamp to crack a frame? 
Okay. We don't know. We don't know. You, you should be able to feel it. Oh, okay. Okay, so right. now you're a bike shop, right? Right. And you work on a guy's bike, and he's going 70 miles an hour down a hill, and his bike cracks in half and tries to sue you. I, I don't because know. Because you put it in a bike clamp. Right. Yeah. So this kind of alleviates that yeah. whole thing, whatever. So now they came out with the new product, and they're called Gear Wipes, and it's like, uh, I guess you get like 110 of these for a decent price, whatever, but... I thought they they're made to wipe grease and they're things baby off wipes. hands and stuff, right. but they're kind of gnarly. Like if you look at this, they're, thing hot, they're, over they're intense. Yeah, yeah. I think motorcycle mm-hmm. shops could probably use that. We've had uh, so we have some in the back that we got from our friends at uh, uh, what's that company that uh, Linus worked for? Uh, uh, Cint- oh, Cintas. Yeah. And so they got us these things, and they're uh, they're much like this. They come in a, a baby wipes type dispenser, except the entire thing is a goddamn warning. So it's like the whole thing is a warning. Like, do not use this with your hands. I was like, how oh, the fuck are you supposed to use it? Yeah. And it's actually like it's for, uh, it's literally for decontaminating. Oh, so it has shit. chemicals. Yeah, it's no, got loads of chemicals. No, this is good for everything except for your eyes. Yeah, well, so don't really nice. shove it in your eyes. I love the scent of it, man. But besides it's not, that, it citrusy or uh, here? Yeah, yeah. It's citrusy here. It's a really oh, good. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously orange based. You know, mm-hmm. there's like a sand embedded in it. Yeah, there is. There's a bit of yeah. a friction material. It's a, local, it. it's a local Cleveland yeah. company. That's really cool. Yeah. And that's neat. I really like, and to be able to carry that in your pack. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Okay, so it's right here. Available in canisters of 100, yeah. 10, or 70. Yeah, yeah so but, they come in a roll or something like that, too. But you take this one, you got to change the tire beside the road somewhere, fix yeah. it flat or whatever. You have that in your jacket pocket. You don't even know it's there. Yeah. Shot wipes for motorcycles. It also yeah. says right here, serving. causes cancers number 170. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, it's, it's a pretty good deal. And these guys, they, they grind hard. They, yeah. they go out there and they're hitting all the stores and all the different things and stuff. Yeah, that's good. They got an account with REI just recently. So oh, did they really? Yeah. So well, so that's it. Yeah. So they're doing yeah. well now. They're doing well, but it's still a local company. Yeah. And the thing is, is that if you're in the area, he'll gear support wipes. local companies too. Well, that's really so. Cleans your so. gear. Yep. Cleans if, the gear. <laughs> it, well, it says right here, it says cleans your gear. It says pipe, <laughs> it, it says pipe <laughs> wipe right on it. Well, we always <laughs> wanted to mar- market shaft wipes. So like, shaft you know wipes. What I mean? like, <laughs> My buddies up in Ontario, I think they did do it, but they, I believe the product was called pipe wipes. <laughs> and it was basically baby what? wipes, but in a far more masculine container. What is it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but it was pipe wipes. You get pipe done wipes. With a, yeah. you know, a dirty when pipe you work. can't get her to get up and go get you a washcloth. That's exactly yeah. it. <laughs> pipe wipes. When that really is one of your favorite t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> pipe wipes. Because I don't want to go home wearing just one sock. It does kill chlamydia. <laughs> it does kill chlamydia. Yeah, so you're always, <laughs> I thought it was. I know some girls that can't go anywhere near that. <laughs> it would just kill them on the spot. <laughs> just murder them. Have you guys? How many of you guys have been down? It's their kryptonite. <laughs> how many of you guys have been down Chester Avenue and seen the syphilis billboard? Yes, isn't that great? It's the most amazing yeah. thing I've yeah. ever seen yeah. in my life. Yeah. Thank you, City of Cleveland, for the syphilis billboard. It's a, it's a, <laughs> and you know what's funny about it is, it's so serious, and it's just like. But they paid that woman. They paid so like, somebody. They paid some woman to be the face of syphilis. <laughs> and she's covered the in face. syphilis. And she's literally <laughs> covered in syphilis. So some person somewhere, some model somewhere, who signed a release form, the Syphilis Coalition, decided that they were going to use her likeness and cover it with syphilis. And then just have a giant billboard that says, like, syphilis. It's serious. It's serious. <laughs> oh, that's a slogan? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Because we've been making fun of it for so long, I just didn't want to have that, you know, that casual syphilis one gets 
from now and again. Yeah. How is it making a comeback? Well, it's like they're about to test the That's pretty amazing. So there's uh, bacteria no, resistant uh, syphilis, I think. Oh, okay. It's, uh, so it's like it's like the hypergonorrhea yeah, yeah. that the dude in point. China this had. Or we were joking that oh, the military used to warn us about, well, there's black gonorrhea. Yeah. And we're like, black gonorrhea? And they're like, yeah, black gonorrhea. Your dick just falls off. And we're like, you're kidding me. And they would have like condom inspections and stuff, and you know the formation. They'd be like, "Hold up your rubber." Yeah, that's syphilis, syphilis is serious. serious. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah, I think there's one in Lorraine too. They're uh-huh. they're all over, and yeah, syphilis is serious. And I'm like, "Well, <laughs> J- Jesus Christ, I'm never going to believe the story about this is Jesus. just laid on set chickenpox ever again." <laughs> well, yeah. well, you've heard about in Australia, there's the uh, koala um, oh, chlamydia yeah. ward. Yeah. Did what? you see? Did you hear about the John Oliver thing? That's what I'm. Talking <laughs> that's what you're about. talking about. Yeah. Amazing. So John John Oliver. So the, the story ahead. is the story is that John Oliver he does all sorts of screwy stuff, and Russell Crowe is selling off a lot of his collectibles because he's going through a divorce. Okay. So, so he bought a cod piece. Okay. From Russell Crowe. Yeah, but it was from the movie Gladiator. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And he he John Oliver points out that there's one blockbuster that's still open in, in Anchorage, Alaska. That's true. So. Okay. He buys all this shit. Oliver buys all this shit through his program and ships it up to this place so they would have a museum in the, oh, in the remaining Crow. blockbuster. The, the yeah, remaining, to bring yeah, people in. Block, right. So, of course, Russell Crowe finds out about this. Right. Yeah. And so he gets <laughs> the family of Steve Irwin, who's now deceased. Sure. Mm-hmm. Right. The his wife, son's very the active, daughter, yeah. right. and the son. Yeah. And they do this video about how because of the funding from John Oliver, Russell Crowe took that money, the exact amount that right. he got from John Oliver, okay. and donated it to the Irwin built, Foundation. No, the Irwin Foundation put together. There's a tremendous scourge going on in Australia that these koalas are getting chlamydia. Mm-hmm. So of course, John Oliver has a hilarious time with that. Both so mm-hmm. there's a branch now called the John Oliver Koala Chlamydia. chlamydia. Ward. He's got a wing in the koala comedian. So so John Oliver, as a comedian, just completely gives it up for Russell Crowe. Well well played, played, sir. You totally fucking burned my ass on this. Good for you. My show's over. Yeah, Yeah. I've reached reached the pinnacle. I'm done. I have nothing else to do now. uh, And I mean, that's (laughs) the the whole thing about it. Yes. This company's marketing something that, yeah, baby whites has existed for a long time. And sure, you know, you can have. You know, we used to have DNL cleaner when I was a kid, and DNL cleaner was what we all used. Yeah. And none of the scrubby cool shit existed yet. It was DNL. When you want your hands to smell like a different petroleum product, yeah, <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the, the, I always felt like I had to wash my hands after I washed my hands with that stuff. Oh God, yeah. yeah. And, and DNL cleaner is the other thing too. Like, don't ever put your fingers in your mouth after using DNL cleaner or your butt. Or your <laughs> because it is like well, oiling, it's like oiling the inside. Of, yeah. Sounds like somebody might have had like a bad experience like, or two. It's, really, it's like really lard. licking out an oil filter. It's lanolin yeah. or something. It's, it's, straight, it's something, but it is super slippery. It reminds me of a girl I used to know. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, they have all that. So what I the, what I want to bring out when we so. talk about the podcast is we all have devices. We all have to have a way to hold our devices on our motorcycles. Good segue, going away from uh, slippery fingers slippery to fingers your devices. Slippery fingers to hang on to your device. Slippery devices. Well, because, okay, if you're one of these fucking douche nozzles that has a $1,000 iPhone 10. Oh, yes, it's a, got a goat on it. It's Jenny C's Bach beer. Jenny Bach. Goat, my friend. That's Jenny a Bach. It's a Bach. It's not a goat, it's a Bach. The, uh, so, anywho, 
You drop a phone these days, it could be a thousand dollars. If you're a schmuck. If you're a schmuck. Right. If you're one of those guys. Yeah. Um, Oscar, Oscar, show me your iPhone 10. No. But I mean, it is true that these things are fucking expensive, and they just they can't take a dive off a motorcycle at 70 miles an hour. They they just can't. Gosh, I wonder why. Some I know this. I want a Glock phone. A Glock phone. Yeah, yeah I would. Yeah, I need a dive that kills. The hell, yeah. man. And I've had the. Uh, I had a Nokia yeah. 3310 that I ran over with a Mack truck years ago. And it still worked, but it did. I had the Nokia's were unkillable. I had the life proof case. On my first iPhone 5, and I dropped it from the bike at 75 miles an hour, and the, and the phone survived. Nice. And then I got the, the heavy-duty OtterBox and uh, dropped it from a bike at about 45, 50 miles an hour, and the phone survived. But the problem is these cases are larger than, yeah. you know, a fucking carton box. of cigarettes. Yeah. yeah. You, you can't exactly be like, oh, you know, just, you know, just sliding around here with my phone. So, like, now I've got it minimized. I've got literally just, like, a basic mm-hmm. shitty dollar store, you know, phone yeah. case. Um, and I have to be more careful, yeah. right, when I'm taking selfies at 75 miles an hour. So the, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I have histo- I have been using on various different motorcycles some different stuff, some different types of holders. And in a previous podcast, we had talked about these shitty Amazon.com, like they're between $12 and $25. They got a clamp, and they're really lightweight, and it's got a little, little ball and socket that's got a friction mm-hmm. nut on it that... You know the thing; it, it's it's just a clamp, and you know it's a hair clip. It is a giant hair clip. It's a giant hair clip, and that's exactly what it is. It it doesn't have a lot of tensile strength to it, no. so it comes with the rubber butterfly. So you can, and the rubber butterfly basically is so when you got your phone in there, you can hook the rubber butterfly mm-hmm. around your phone, around the corner, around the corners yeah. of it. And so the fact that it's a clamp at all doesn't even matter, because as I've discovered, is if you just have a rubber butterfly. You can use that and put it over your handlebars of your motorcycle, and now you don't need a device. Yeah. You just have a rubber butterfly, and it holds your phone in around the handlebars of your bike. And you can also put it around the mirror mount, mirror stems. It looks fucking sweet, too. And you it, don't look like a nerd at all, right? No, no, no. And, and this is very high. Well, maybe a little bit. Stealthy. But the point is that with this operation, I have not lost a phone. Okay. And it's a piece of shit. I mean, this is, granted, this is a piece of shit. The clamping device is, you know, it's not even like glass fiber reinforced plastic. Mm-hmm. There's nothing on there that's really good. It's got a tension screw on it that might be like an M3 or an M4 on its best day. And it's like, it's waiting to break now as I'm tightening it around my middle finger. So <laughs> this is some low-grade shit. And I know Dustin's got one of these, and I got one of them too. We bought them because they were like literally between 12 and $14 on Amazon. And the idea was I got a lot of different bikes. So I'm going to, you know, just have one on each bike. So that's sort of where we started. And you can Amazon that. It is called a Great Shield. And I do not endorse that product. It's not that great. Right. No, it's not that great. I'm going to go ahead and order another inductive heater. Yes. Apparently people heard about this one blowing up. So the price has gone down to $11.40. Wow. <laughs> you are oh, Wait trending. another half hour. Yeah. Well, if you buy the transistor itself, that blows up. But you can probably buy 100 of them for... What do they call that? You're an influencer? Five bucks uh, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, should I just buy one? Does anybody else want another one? No, no, that's cool. I've, I've enjoyed watching yours die. I'll buy one. What? Oh, too late. I want the toroids off it. He just wants the toroids. That's well, you're gonna have the toroids off of this one. Oh, okay. yeah. there you go. Well, then I don't need it. So then, the industry standard in the holding things thing is ram mount. So yep. you know, ram yep. mount is the industry standard. Yep. They've made a, a fortune based on one inch balls. 
and mm. the the cupping therein. Mm. I know a guy that made a Did, fortune. No, no, can I say something? I didn't yeah. could make money off the of those. Wow. So the Ramos are good, but if you are looking on eBay and you see these bootleg Ramos, yes. they are not the same nope. at all. Clearly. Nope. Like the plastic and everything about them is... Right. Ram is actually a decent product, but the bootleg ones are ass. Like they are right. just awful. Awful, yeah. awful. And so I'm certain that, you know, that's a great way to see an expensive piece of beer, gear go down the road. Right. Ram has a display when you go to any motorcycle show anywhere. Ram will have a booth, and in the booth they will have a pair of the biggest handlebars you've ever seen in your life. And they'll have devices from one side to the other, including a pistol carrier. Not, not kidding. Well, that's because yeah. Ram makes stuff for everything from yeah. law enforcement to the fire service, you know, mountain... MDTs and ambulances, John, I'm sure you can vouch. Um, They also make stuff for the aircraft industry. Mm -hmm. So they're making stuff not just for motorcycles. And I have one in my Tundra. So I um, use that to carry my phone when I'm navigating and, you know, driving across country to pick up motorcycles and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, Or ridiculous, stupid little Japanese cars. And I use that because (laughs) I don't want my phone getting away from me. The phone's not content to just lay on the dashboard. Um, I'm using it. For navigation, and sometimes it's the road's closed, and I need a quick navigation solution right now. I can't be fumbling for the phone. The RAM mount works really well, and that X grip mount is genius. Yeah. Um, I have never, I have not lost, or even came close to losing a phone out of that X grip mount. I have in an off-road get off because that's spring loaded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you hit something, the weight of the phone can actually force that spring open. The phone falls out yeah. before it can snap close. I did not know that. Yeah. Well, but, I, well, I put Ram, a butterfly on mine. Exactly. So I have oh, a butterfly. Okay. So you put a butterfly behind it. Butterflies. But so. if you yeah. if you're if you're really an off road guy and you need a ridiculous like if you want the Ferrari of phone mounts and right. you're off road, there's a thing called the perfect squeeze. Um, this dude Hondo from Adventure Rider mills them in the USA and makes right. them and everything like that. He actually has them with, uh, K, like. So you can have the standard mount, but he also has ones that have like cable vibration suppressors behind it. Mm. But this thing is so tight, it has a ball detention, and when you crank it down, the whole thing is, is milled aluminum with the arms that come right. out. You could smash your phone. You could right. like crank it down so much that it'll smash your phone. But he's actually had dudes on the motocross track that are jumping 75-foot doubles right. with their phones on them and last without any issues at all. You're going to pay a premium, though. It's about 110 bucks right. for the thing. But if you want the alt, I mean, as far as I can tell, the ultimate phone mount. And I was an idiot when I sold my last bike. I forgot to take it off. Oh, the, Jesus. <laughs> idiot. The GPS mount. And I let it go with it. So so the piece of shit phone right. that I'm using is a RAM copy. It's the ball and socket right. thing. It just has a stupid thing that clamps around your 7 8 bar with right. a rubber insert and everything like that. But it's actually like a little pleather couch, uh, pouch. Uh-huh. That zipped close, and then oh. it has a clear mm. screen, so your whole phone is inside, and it's water, not waterproof, but water resistant. Right, the rain runs off. So the yeah. way rain runs off it, but I don't think you can use it with an iPhone because only the Droid you can touch through the. Um, through iPhone the you can touch through the plastic. You might yeah. have, a, yeah, yeah, but I but it, use mine in similar. similar but it seems to work. Yeah. Just have by, you got I, I, have, has it been in the sun? I've never left it like out That's in the, the thing. sun. So, like the RAM like... ones, you can leave on your thing in the sun, and they will remain hard. Those other, the cheaper ones, if they get over eighty-five degrees in the sun, you'll yeah. find the ball is just smet. The reta- is just gone, and, and your phone's laying on your. Well, now it's on my daughter's bicycle <laughs> <laughs> because I wanted her to take Grandma's phone with her when she went. And, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. But it, it worked really great when I was using it, and it was yeah. nice that if it rained a little bit, yeah. it gave a lot of protection, protection. to your phone. 
These RAM mounts, so they used to be a la carte. You'd have to buy all your RAM components independently mm. and build your rig up the way you wanted to have it. And now they did market it so it's in one handy package. It's uh, the X-Grip Kit, $62.99, which is the more expensive one because this one has the hardware inside to mount it to your clutch or brake master cylinder. So this has got hardware, longer bolts in it, so the cover for your hydraulic brake or master or a clutch, this mounts directly to the top of it. And mm -hmm. the interesting thing about why this one is 10 bucks more is in here is not just the bracket for mounting it to your uh, master cylinder, but it's also got the bracket for handlebar mount. So you can go both ways. Mm -hmm. So this kit can actually set up, you know, you can put your balls on two different bikes. Mm -hmm. and, and if your wife is interested, <laughs> so I mean, this will make a really good testicle squeezer. Too. Oh, and yeah. It separates and locks them down. Yeah, if, right. you, if you do have mounting balls in multiple vehicles, as yeah. I do, right. when you go to assemble that center link, the dog yeah. bone, yeah. you can use a piece of rubber band, a hair tie, use a hair tie, right. around the side where the ball separates. Sure. Yeah. And that way you can undo the screw, right. pull it off, you and it'll stay together. Yep. The... The dog bone, if you will, whatever, right. will stay with your mount, right. and you can just easily switch it. Otherwise, the thing tries to fall apart. Every of course, time. Well, the really short mounts don't have the spring right in the middle tensioner in it, but no, the, right. the larger ones they do. These come with oh, a okay. three inch. So if you look inside so here, these it, come with a three inch yes, dog bone. The long one holds mm -hmm. tension on. Yeah. Okay, and the three inch dog bone comes with the spring inside. The one um, that I had actually destroyed my life. I got the shorter bone. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't, you know, obviously not a ram mount. Yeah. It didn't have the two-piece thing with right. the thing in the yeah. middle. Yeah. All it had was a socket that was that was cut right. this way cut. with a, with like a, with a yes, yeah. like that. It's a ball and cup. Yeah. yeah, it's a ball and socket mm -hmm. deal with a little tensioning knurled Similar to putting it. a drill bit in a drill. But exactly. ram also, like if you're going to be riding off-road, on-road, you have your adventure bike or whatever, yeah. they also make great mirrors. Where yeah. you you as simple as like you're on the street, you have them yeah. sticking out. When oh, you yeah. get to the trails, you unscrew them and you pop the mirrors down on your bars, and then you don't smack. We've had several customers trees. come in with big big off road bikes that have the ram mount, like the six inch dog bones mm -hmm. that are with mirrors on them. I was like, well, that's huh. something interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that's really has, interesting. My husky has those on there. The, uh, I can't claim. What's interesting? Well, the only thing with the ram mounts that I do think is a fail point is the uh, nipples. So little fingers, little rubber fingers. Yeah, they want to come off. They do come off, and they do, when you buy the kit, it comes with four extra fingers. So mm -hmm. I have had customers lose these guys, and that is a mission-critical thing. I wonder if you yeah. could use the Shrugru that we talked about one time. Right. Remember that yeah. stuff? And kind of yeah. put it on the put bottom, on the bottom and side. hold yep. it in place. Hold it, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But that seems to be the only problem with the RAM mount. And a, this is a, kind of a thing, is that these RAM mounts, I mean, these are made in America. So Good. National Products Incorporated, you know, they're... Uh, they're out of Seattle, Washington, and they do cover all law enforcement and you know military and stuff. They are a well-known items, so if you are looking for a way to... Well, Phil, so how would you rate the RAM mount on a scale of 1 to 2? Yeah, really, exactly. <laughs> uh, pretty damn good stuff. Well, the RAM yeah. mount X-Grip is a bit of a universal thing. It'll yeah. grab any phone yeah. of standard phone Just dimensions. About, yeah. um, <laughs> but they do make model-specific things. If you yes, have a TomTom GPS or you yeah. have a Garmin GPS or whatever... They make a molded, mm -hmm. like, clip that that GPS Snaps will into. snap into. Right. Or Zumo that we have on the Harley-Davidson over there. So there's a Harley-Davidson Road King Classic that has a Zumo. But it also has a very nice RAM mount. 
Um, Do they make ones for pads or notebooks? Yes. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. They make they make ones. Ones. Another good point about RAM, a lot yeah. of times when you're traveling, if you're any kind of a touring motorcyclist or anything, yeah. you have to make decisions on, if you have an epic crash or something, where can you get replacements? Right. And since RAM is so universal, you, you could find this at yeah. any shop, yep. any anywhere, whatever, and you get back on the road with whatever oh, yeah. you need to. And then, so kind of down the different path, the same but different, we had a guy come into our shop, and normally I chase him out with fire hoses and stuff like that when people come and try to sell me shit. So this guy came in, and he seemed to be a fairly decent, nice fella. And so what he's got going on is he's got on, uh, I like to say that he basically took the idea of a GoPro, uh, so the hardware that he uses, the interface to the handlebars is all GoPro shit. So mm-hmm. anything, anybody who's like, you know, Oscar, you do tons of GoPro stuff. I'm sure you're familiar with the, the oh, technology. Yeah. Yeah. All that shit is the basic mounting system for GoPro mm-hmm. stuff. The difference is the type of holder he's got. And uh, the way he's got it set up is it does a 360-degree rotation, 180-degree tilt. He has all these crazy things that you can, like, mount them to your person or your dog or whatever. But here's the thing is this shit is also made in America. It's made in Pittsburgh. Nice. So his company's out of Pittsburgh, and it's a different take on holding the phone. And his idea, or their concept, is that it is spring-loaded. You can unscrew the thing until it's about four, four inches wide. It's got two stainless steel thumb screws on it. And the idea is you put your phone in, and then... It clamps on the phone, and your yeah, your case is monstrous on your phone. So he will be, he'll be no slide three inside. hours later. Slide yeah. inside. Okay. Yeah, right, slide right. inside. Right, yeah, exactly. Out. Yeah, you don't have to go all the way. Put a little know? hair around it. Right, right. So, <laughs> and the idea with this is, and my first reaction yeah, was, go. my God, it's so fiddly because with the X mount, I just pinch it and my phone comes right. out. But here's the problem with this: yeah. all my buttons, all your buttons are covered. Right, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. All your buttons are covered. And so that's a, that's a real good thing. If you're going to be using the thing on the phone on the road and you need access to your buttons. I don't even think you can get it over to not cover the buttons. Well, we're gonna, I'm going to find out. So we're going to try this, you know, the sound of screws being screwed in the background. an app that Okay, so is that satisfactory? The car mode and all the buttons come up on the front of your So that's satisfactory, and he's got some kind of giant Samsung Pelican case. You couldn't get access to the buttons, but you right. could set the phone up so you could. It just would stay on all the time. Right, and he and we do have access to the buttons by sliding it a little akimbo in it. But yeah. the idea behind this is, when the thumb screws are locked down, um, pretty solid. Everything he's got in here, he said, is all you know, three hundred psi or three hundred pounds per square inch brake strength, uh, glass reinforced plastic, and it's designed. And honestly, when I'm holding this thing in my hand, the weakest link is honestly the fucking part that it mounts to the handlebars on. Yeah. Yeah. The clamp part's bitching. The clamp part's really, really nice. Yeah. But the part that actually mounts to the handlebars is kind of a little, you know. Yeah, it's a little chintzy. A little chintzy. Well, what's the price point on this thing? Twenty dollars. Okay, so what? That's that's a lot of that's, that's a, a lot of engineering. For, that's a lot yeah, of I'll pass it around so you guys bucks. can see what's going on. Wow, that's a lot of money for twenty yeah, bucks. Twenty dollars. Give us that. That's so, not bad. Twenty dollars, wow. and so the name of the name of the company is Ready Action, and I will say that I'm for being a twenty dollar device. It is light years ahead of the piece of shit that Dustin and I bought on Amazon it's last year. Although it's 14. I turned my phone off. Is it? it? What was a second yeah. ago? <laughs> yeah. 
And wow, that is remarkable. It's only 20 bucks. 20 bucks. Yeah, that's just the battery burning up in that Samsung. That's all yeah, it is. Yeah, it's just, you're playing you know, round and around the mulberry bush, <laughs> and your phone's on fire. <laughs> the, uh, and then you can use all your uh, GoPro. All your other GoPro shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So whatever you've got, and I know a lot of people, like, I'm sure you've got gobs yeah. of GoPro crap. Yeah. Well, then this interfaces with all your GoPro stuff, and it does, I mean, aside from, like I said... His phone is really super heavy. I mean, this phone weighs a yeah. fraction of what that does. Well, mine's like from 1989. So oh, it is. Yeah, yeah that's, that's it. Really so, yeah. yeah, it actually that's has a nuclear powered yeah, nuclear reactor on board. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's that. You know, for ready action is what it's called. For 20 bucks, man, and it made good in America. For him. Good eh, for him. Okay, good for him. And and yeah. he walked in, and you, and you didn't fire hose him out. No, he walked in. He was very cool. He was like, "Look, is that his company? That's his company." Okay, yeah. so he's out. He's out schlupping. He's schlupping. He's right. knocking on doors. Yep. yep, shaking babies, kissing I, hands. I respect that. Uh, I do. Yeah. So this comes with the phone mount and the mount. It comes with everything you see there, okay. and an extra mount. Oh, that's cool. So it comes with everything you see there. What's well, realistic? What's the name brand the of that? Ready action. Ready action. Ready action. So, so you, w- w- dot ready Steve, action. Steve, it comes it's with actually, an $18 uh, gift certificate. I'd be afraid to look up hands. ready action online. <laughs> it actually is readyactiongo.com. But hold on, okay. time out. So this extra mount is actually beefier than the one that you had on so there. So this thing looks actually... This is a one inch. Yeah, but this yeah. is this one looks like it's... This is actually like a normal GoPro That's mount. a real nice front mount. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So yeah. realistically, you could probably put it on two bikes and I just think pop the thing from between the two. There you go. I absolutely agree. Yeah. Yeah, I, I so I was kind of impressed, and like he he popped by the shop today. He was a very nice gentleman, and he didn't, you know, he wasn't a dick. And when I originally I was like, "Dad, you're selling something. Fuck off." And he was like, he goes, he goes, "You're selling Ram mounts, right?" And I went, "Yeah." And he went, "It's made in America." And I went, "Okay, I'll so give are you, they? Yeah. I'll give you one minute, you know." And that was it. And he he was able to, yeah, he was. Able, and I was like, "Well, the the clamp mechanism because to re, to relieve my phone of the clamps, I have to." Undo those threaded knobs. Right, right. So that's a bit fiddly. He's like, no, it's literally two turns per knob, and your phone slides out the side. Yeah. Once you have it adjusted to the right. size. Once yeah. you have it adjusted. Plus, to the you're size. only doing that when, when you're stopped anyhow. Exactly. I mean, it's not like you're right. Phil trying to well, reverse the mm-hmm. photo. Sometimes you need to get the yeah. got to get the setting right. But, but yeah. honestly, how long yeah. does it take you to strap that rubber band across everything with your cheap? Oh, it's 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 way yeah. worse. Yeah, right. 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 And then because the other time, half the time, the, the butterfly breaks. Right. Right. That's that's substantial. I'm, well, that, I'm that, impressed that, with that. I'm not I like the design it. that it's not going to slide out because yeah. it has a lot of more a, a lot of uh, surface, touch, surface yeah. points. Yeah. Let's see if right. it'll and slide. I think it probably yeah. actually works better could've... on a phone with a cover versus a phone with no cover. Yes, Correct. Well, because think... it's going to grip the plasticky. Right. Sure. But I think though cover. he has. If you look on the inside though, uh, if you he's take the phone out, he's got he's got rubber inside. They go the extra two, one. Two. two, and you should be able to slide the phone. There you go. Ha, there As advertised. Is. But look, it does have like it look, it rubber on it. It has little rubber grippers inside yeah. of it there. So that that appears to me for a twenty dollar product. Like, I'm very impressed. That's guilt free at the twenty dollar price yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's guilt free. Twenty bucks. So if you were to send yeah. eight more of them here, we will bench test them. Well, yeah. I mean, hey, he didn't ask for a he didn't ask for a plug. He just gave me a product, and I liked it. So mm-hmm. you know, that's sometimes buy the, one of those. The nice thing about having internet. Bruce just got a nice little enclosed trailer. You get a nice little enclosed trailer. Hundred dollars. Get the flock out of here. Yeah, not that's a bad. very so, nice enclosed trailer. So wait, going back to the little mount that you're talking yeah, yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. So on the bottom of the squeezer that holds your phone. Yeah. You have three hundred, so That's you could really custom tailor this yeah. to your handlebar. They said it's a three hundred sixty degree, one hundred eighty. Yeah. Well, it looked whatever, like yeah. you were in landscape as opposed to 
or but you probably could go either way. way. Yeah. You Anybody who's using their phone in portrait mode can die. Yeah, yeah. especially <laughs> taking a video. Yeah. If you take a video, of, yeah. or you're taking like you're, you yeah. got a basketball guy and you're standing right. next to him and you have to go video. And that's about it. But besides yeah. that, they're short yeah. basketball guys. Not since 1985. What's up with Spud Webb? Right. Yeah. Uh, the one dude that everybody knows from the last 25 years. Yeah. And that might not be 25 years no, anymore. We might be pushing the envelope the, on that one. Okay. Lake, 30, <laughs> 30. The guy they traded the Lakers was a... He was a midget? He was a midget? Yeah, tell me again how about he was a dwarf. Dwarf basketball player. So had a bad attitude, bad rap Cleveland, yeah, went to Lake, the Lakers... Oh, Isaiah Thomas. Yeah. Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, you're right. So did anybody take the time today to uh, watch the video? Yes. I did. All yeah. right. So, uh, you there know, a there's yeah. a video. <laughs> there's a video. You can watch it right now. Yep. Yeah, I've, here, I'll, I'll give it to you. You can watch it right now. That. Make sure you turn the sound up. There uh, oh. you go. Ask yourself. Oh. Great. Oh. Here. Oh. All right. Here you go. It's only 50 seconds. You can watch the video. Oh, Hold the phone vertical because the guy's an ass had to took the video. So, all right. So what it is is there's a motorcycle theft. And here we get... What is this? Motorcycles and misfits? Yes. Side conversations? Uh, the uh, Can I give the play-by-play? Yeah. So there's some guys out in the street. In broad daylight. There's some guys. There's like four guys all total. A couple guys on bikes. There's a lady filming them and yelling at them while they have like a battery cordless cutoff wheel. And they're cutting the bike loose. So it's the brake at, lock. The brake lock. The yeah. front disc yep. lock. The other guy's got a hammer. He knocks something off the back. Okay, off so now bike. this guy... But the point of this Oh, is, fuck you. I'm going to smash out some of the windows in your car. You want right. to film me stealing your bike? <laughs> fuck you. We're not going to steal your bike. It's but, going to be too much. We're going to be, but we're going to smash out and off they fuck. But the, fuck. the short four thing people is, on two bikes. is that there's four dudes on two scooters right. in broad daylight yeah, broad trying daylight. to steal this guy's bike. Still trying to steal it while they're filming. They're, like, right. they're yelling at him and they're like, yeah, yeah. I'm still going to cut your fucking yeah, brake With the owners off. looking at them yeah, from the second yelling floor. Yelling the whole time. So, I mean, this is... Symptomatic of something brazen, brazen, it's yeah, I mean, brazen it's, dick baggery. Yeah, it is brazen dick baggery. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. And and the more I looked into it, so you know, as a result of that, I went down the rabbit hole of YouTube last night. Oh, you watching. Did you that? did you check Snopes? <laughs> yeah, I didn't have to check Snopes. So there's hundreds, if not thousands, of videos, security camera like standard security camera photo footage of motorcycles being stolen, and then actual handheld shit. Of people that are walking down the street, and the MO always seems to be the same. It's two dudes ruck up on a bike, nuts the or butt. a scooter, nuts, nuts the butt, and they ruck up, the one guy's sitting on the getaway bike, the other guy's off, and he's got a cordless implement of destruction. Cutoff right? wheel. So he's got a cordless cutoff wheel. He's got something. He's got bolt cutters. And... They're, the British have always done a really good job of doing reviews. Like, Oxford spends tons of money on their locks and testing them. And there are German companies that spend tons of money on their locks and testing them. Because we don't know what it's like to have a motorcycle theft problem. I don't think we do, right? We just don't. And we don't. And I have, I have one time in my life been scooter jacked. Attempted scooter jacking. And that, it was a guy that came up and he tried to punch me when I was on the bike. He might have been trying to take the bike. Nobody in Cleveland tries to steal scooters. He might have just been calling. He you might have just been trying to punch me. Yeah, he was calling you down for. <laughs> he just might have been. Seeing a lot of people no, feel well, that way, Phil. Did, I'm didn't sorry James to say. get his scooter? Well, that's stolen. a different story. No, we'll talk was, about that too, because that is scooter jacking. But that is also James being nineteen sheets to the wind, 
leaving the the lion on Lorraine and fucking around somewhere he shouldn't have fucked around. He probably picked a fight. And in addition to the Timberland face print, he also I'd like to say thanks to me. He was pushing his scooter home. I um, I in the past have pretty much committed a felony uh, getting a bike back for a friend back in the wheelie days Mm. where we witnessed a guy steal a bike and his girlfriend was standing there. So we abducted his girlfriend and made her call the guy and told the guy that we were going to do really bad things to her until he dropped the bike off. And then he did. And we traded her for the bike and got his bike back. It was the most epic. I wish I filmed it. it was so like, let's turn this M1 into a felony one. Yeah, yeah. By, you know. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll nothing happened. Nothing happened. Right. We didn't know. I'll see your M1 and raise you to an F1. It was just it was kidnapping, yeah, menacing, rape, rape, possible rape. Yeah, it was, no, no, right. no, no, nothing like that. It was just, you know, tell him to bring the bike back or... Or we're going to start cutting on her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Right. Yeah. That was... Kidnapping, entrapment, rape. They drilled the hole through the lock, and they hit the shank, and they couldn't get through the oh, shank. Oh, really? So. For tomato plant? Oh, no, wastewater treatment Oh, wait, well, okay. You yeah. steal all the shit. Yeah, have all the shit you want. must be somewhere <laughs> related. So, yeah, there's all these videos, and now that I went down the rabbit hole, I basically started looking at videos for ways to defeat high-end locks. So, kryptonites. Kryptonites are Velveeta to the right criminal. And you know who those criminals are? Very popular on YouTube. Oh, yeah. They film everything. And they basically say, okay, this is the Kryptonite series XYZ123. Watch us take this thing down in 12 seconds. This is the Makita right. from 19.2. Or, well, the biggest thing right now is RAM sets. So if you've got a RAM set, which is a 22 caliber shell without a bullet, mm-hmm. you hit it with a hammer, and it fires that bullet or whatever you put in it. A nail. A nail into something else. Mm. And pretty much whoever's lock you have, if you have a device that resembles a lock that's going through a chain or something like that, and they hit that on the side that goes up and down mm-hmm. with the RAM set, it's going to open. Mm. Yeah. And these guys just love it. They're like, they have a whole YouTube channel of just like, okay, the RAM set versus this un- impenetrable government issue fi- series 5200 lock. It's open. You know, and it takes three seconds. So watch the videos; they're kind of interesting, and it makes you think about how you're going to defend your bike if is you're going to defend your bike. That are defendable against that. Well, that's the point. Is you know, companies claim it. Yeah. So I was watching the video, and uh, some guy had commented, and I had seen it four weeks ago. Yeah. So, and some guy had commented, "This is why England's all fucked up because they're not right. allowed to have guns, right? Yeah. Because yeah. this guy would have shot the guy out of the window with his gun. Yeah, I'm thinking, well, fuck happen. you. Yeah. You know, okay. So the the two guys that jumped right. off the back, that of, person was clearly of, not an American. Of, of the escape vehicles went over in there fucking with yeah. the bike. You walk to your front door, you grab your baseball bat, you walk yeah. down to right. the two guys around the escape right. vehicles, yeah. and you just crap them across the, the 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 helmet, knock them off their bikes. Okay, where are you, where, what are you going to do now? Fuck right. you guys. They had a hammer. They got a hammer. As long as you have something that's longer than a hammer, you're right. fucking them up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. I thought, well, hey, buddy, <laughs> catch my bowling ball. Catch right. my fucking couch. Right. Catch ice. Yeah. They're throwing yeah. shit at yeah. it's, It is a terrible thing, and it is rampant. And so all these companies, they make anchors you can sink in the concrete and that have really big hardened rings in them so you can chain or affix your motorcycle to these things. Um, I noticed in that video the one guy had a die grinder. The mm-hmm. other guy had a hammer. The front guy was working in a die grind or some sort of a chain or something. And then the back, I bet you that guy had a clamp or something 
device that was going to be hit with a hammer. These kids were on these bikes. They came well-equipped. They knew exactly what the fuck they were doing, and it's not their rodeo, because those were two high-end stolen scooters they were on. They didn't show up on $500 bikes. They yeah, showed up on like, $7,000 like bikes. BB350. BB350 for sure on the one, and I think the other was the Yamaha Majesty. Yeah, yeah, it could be. These kids were rolling. They're high rollers. So Three there were four tools. kids. So they're pro- that was the first bike they were going to try to steal, and they're probably right. going to try to get a second one after that. And one. clearly, two man's two man attack is the way to do it because if the bike has two security devices on it, one guy works at the one end, and one guy works at the other end, and you got the two drivers right there. But it didn't work. They didn't get through right. it, and the guy didn't have a cricket bat or a baseball right. bat to go down and clean out the right. escape guys. You know what? I he lost two windows in his car. So, I mean, they how could... do they defeat the? The anti-theft on the bike itself. I mean, like once. They, I mean, they can free the bike. All right. But how do they defeat the anti-theft? Well, what I think is, is don't BB three fifty seven anti. Well, it depends on the bike. I mean, it literally depends on the bike. Now we, I'm not going to tell you the way to defeat the anti-theft <laughs> system on a BB three fifty on the fucking yeah. Here, I'm no. not going to do that. So there's right. a way to, but there is a way to do it though. Right, and there's a there's a way to defeat any anti-theft system. It's called hi. I broke the key off in my ignition. I need to order a new ignition for every motorcycle on the planet. Or a car. Right, or a car, right? Yeah, but cars, they require you to go in and give them the title. Show them the title with your name on it. They didn't for my Honda Element. Oh, well, they do for Mercedes. Well, they well you, then you better not steal some Mercedes. <laughs> so. Yeah. I'm going to stick to stealing those Honda Elements. People are in higher demand for the parts. But, you know, in that video, the guy obviously stole his motor, or right. stole, stored his motorcycle outside, right? Yeah. With a cover on it. With a right. cover, with cover on it. Mm-hmm. So... Maybe if he had a, th- like, I know this is only, like, a temporary thing, but if you had a thicker cover with a, a bo- like, if you're going to store your motorcycle outside, if you right. could, like, secure it with a decent cover with something around it, Chain that's mail. a that's 10 Chain minutes mail. of trying to work Chain through mail. to get to whatever. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I agree. Chain mail sack. There's nothing right. like my garage and my friends who live in Chicago. You op- you watch them open up their, you know, they live in Galewood, too. They don't live in, like, you know, fucking Chicago. They live in Galewood. Candyman land or whatever. Yeah, well, they live somewhere <laughs> nice. And yeah. But the point is, you, all the... All the garages there back up into each other. They all garages back up into an alley, so it's not uncommon to see a garage door get lifted mm-hmm. and all the tools and all the good shit inside disappear into the alley. Right. So because you can't see it, it's it's blind back there. Mm-hmm. And so these guys, my friends, they all have big fuck off locks and big fuck off eye bolts and shit into their concrete floors mm-hmm. because even though it's in a locked garage, but you don't want that open. It's the second they get in the garage, then they have a, a nice secluded place to fuck with your bike right. for as All long as it takes. All my bikes are sitting mm-hmm. in my garages, right, with the keys in them, right, ready to go. This is the world that we live in. <laughs> I'm not Welcome telling to you. I'm, I'm not telling dumbass. you. I'm doing anything I'm else, right? I'm a dumbass. Well, we're fortunate right. we don't have the problem that right. other parts of this country or other parts yeah. of the world. Especially and when I travel way. around, I do travel in places that aren't as wonderful as it is here. You know, and I'll get off my bike and I'll be like, oh, Johnny Security, I, I, I used my column lock. Look at me. Yeah. I'm responsible. And meanwhile, it's like, are you kidding me? Anytime we've had a customer come in here, it's like, I lost my keys. I locked my keys in the bike. Or I'm like, you know, Col- I've got to pick my bike up because, you know, I'm like, column lock? <laughs> Kapunk. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. yeah, nice knowing you, column lock. We'll replace that. <laughs> yeah, just lean my knee against it. And, you it's know. too bad they can't have a like the uh, re- removal hard drives mm-hmm. for your ECU. You oh, just pull it out, I did not it entirely. Yeah. And, you know, this <laughs> yeah. thing, you yeah. could just slide it out, yeah. and they, Take another your ECU, ECU with you. wouldn't be able to yeah. to operate it. Yeah, so. it's pretty obvious they've got a massive fucking problem. That's a problem great idea. Got, yeah, I lost. That's my a ECU. really good idea, yeah. man. Yeah. 
Well, lost my yeah. piece. You know, <laughs> <back> there. <laughs> I, it, I don't know which pocket I put it in. I must have lost my coat There would the be bar. like 10,000 ECUs on eBay. <laughs> yes, there would be. Yeah. I guarantee it. <laughs> the old uh, stereo theft yeah. Remember you had to pull yeah. out yeah. stereo? Oh, yeah. Yes. yes. Yep. Yep. You had the two little tools that you yeah. stuck in the holes in the side of your stereo. Yep. The security tools. I use those regularly. Oh, yeah. Nobody's, yeah. right. Yeah. Yep. That's part of your job. Yeah. I mean, one of the funniest hooks. things, talking about those stereos, I was in New York City like 1990, whatever, and it was the big stereo theft thing, right? So all these people were putting like signs in their windows that said no stereo. Yeah. Oh, really? So I saw one that somebody broke the window and they said, get one. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say no window. <laughs> no, yeah. they were like, no get stereo. one. So yeah. when I went to Cleveland State, they would yeah. steal stereos all the time. Yeah. So I took a metal band, I put it I put it around the ground and I put it to the frame. Yeah. Because they would just reach in and pull it out. Oh, yeah. Then right. I took razor blades, straight oh. blades, <laughs> and, I, and I duct taped Razor blade straight down like this yeah. along the whole bottom of it, oh. and they came and smashed my window. I mean, because I lost two stereos. But, well, that one oh. they didn't get. Well, they didn't get it. But there was blood. Oh, like, about the same. Leaving, leaving my leaving my car and the razor blades. I mean, the, so the that's when you blades. got the disease. I was going to say, <laughs> all, you, all you got for that was AIDS. AIDS, right? <laughs> Why were you, Steve? My wife Jetta, though. I her what? Whatever yeah. her Jetta, I oh. cut the power or something genitals. like that. Her genitals. <laughs> her radio. If you want to plug the fuse, right. or if you if you powered it down completely, yeah. Yeah. when you powered it back up, it's useless. You needed a pin number. Yes. Yes. Honda elements are the exact same yeah. way. Volvo's are the same. Yeah, most, most modern cars. Yeah, yeah most yeah, of them. Yeah. It says enter code, and you're like, all I did was fucking you, and you reconnect know what the, the battery. Was? But most people just write code was on the top of the radio. Oh, really? No, the Honda element one has yeah. It's like buy your VIN or something. Hmm. You basically have to call call the dealership and beg them. You know, or go to some bullshit YouTube video, I'm sure. They'll always tell it to you. Yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> that's, that's the game. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this is like, the, the idea of motorcycle security is not something I goddamn think very much about. And we sell all the stuff here. Like, the our entry-level riders, they come in here and they buy gloves and they buy a helmet and they buy a big fuck-off lock. And we at our shop, we joke around. We're like, well, you know, this is the Lakewood lock, this is the Cleveland Heights lock, and this is the East Cleveland lock. <laughs> and we've been selling locks that way for years. We have three we have three locks on display over there. And they are exactly what you think they are. And the East Cleveland lock is like the New York City forget-about-it lock. Like, it's a proper big fuck-off chain thing. And... I think I've got three or four of them in my garage because, like, oh, we're going to go on a you know, motorcycle ride or somewhere. Oh, I might be somewhere. I should, uh, fuck it, I'll just grab a lock. So I'll grab a lock on the way out and wear it like, you know, a bandolero. <laughs> you know, this giant. Some of them weigh. <laughs> no shit. Pounds. If I were getting a crash wearing this thing, it's going to cut me dead in half. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead, Chris. So I got this concourse, and I took the seat off, and underneath the seat, there's a big fuck-off lock underneath the seat, I thought. Shit, this looks like it's never been used. And I can tell you, I've, I've never used it. Is but it the, the factory? Is the factory Kawasaki yeah. lock? Yeah. 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 So the, the thing's 16 years old, yeah. and when I took it out, you know, the plastic around the mm-hmm. chain is kind of cracking and stuff. Oh, neat. So it just always sat there, but <laughs> yeah. they supplied one. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, that's pretty sharp. I, I live in Cleveland Heights, and my lock's called Harold. He's a 156-pound great Dane, so he does a pretty good job. <laughs> he does a pretty good job. Yeah. What about the small ones that go on the disc brake? The little tiny yeah. ones, the little peg ones. That just... Those are awesome until you forget that you put it on, and you it's fucking It's a great way to break your wrist. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, you'll fucking the, yeah. the first fucking stop you ever did was the first time I fucking forgot I put the lock on yeah. my moped. Yeah. yeah, there's a reason they come with a big long twisty cord and like remove before flight shit. Yeah, and the whole thing, and I still forget them. Like yeah. I used to use them exclusively. I had a real nice one that fit in my pocket, yeah. mm-hmm. and go out and pop it. I just like check it out. Yeah. I th- Phil used to sell them to sell <laughs> breaks to people. Four hours yeah. later, and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're in the hospital. Yeah, yeah. I have an idea for those. Yeah. Is that they have a cord that goes and you stick it in your ignition where your key is. Yeah. Now, that mm-hmm. would be all right. Yeah, they yeah. make that. that. Somebody make that. Yeah, they yeah. make that. Yeah. That's pretty oh, cool. Unless you go to Porco's because then it doesn't oh, matter. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. 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 It's a little money. twisty thing they're talking about. You just bring it up and put it around your throttle. Right. That's I mean, what they that's, do. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. So you're like, oh, okay, that's there. Right. Why is this thing here? Well, we had one. Yeah, that, yeah. We had one that was some of them fit in your hand real nice too. If like, yeah, that's if for some reason you might need extra weight in a hand. Right. You would got right an extra hand? half pound of weight in your hand. Yeah, better than a roll of nickels. I feel safe yeah. just being near giant <laughs> yeah. Every time I have a long time, I have an extra half pound in my hand. <laughs> the uh, bum bum. Yeah. How long before you have to ask him to leave? But I digress. We had a Xena one that had an alarm system built into it. And it was a disc clock. Yeah. And it had, you know, a couple of batteries that, you know, a lithium battery projected the lifespan of five years. Mm-hmm. And so, you, you know, you sell this to people, and it was, you know, just shy of $100. Mm-hmm. And you'd sell it to them, and they'd put it on their bike. And, you know, if you jiggled the bike or wiggled the bike at all, this thing's blaring horrible. Mm-hmm. And as we all know from the video, the, the screaming alarm sounds do nothing. No. Because the die grinder gr- drowns them out, you know? So you're like, oh, it's making noise. Great. Well, this makes noise, too. <laughs> Cutting your lock off. But <laughs> we had customers all the time that would call us, the alarm thing you sold me is go. Yes, it is. I can hear it. Yep, it's going off. <laughs> it won't shut off. Well, you got to put the key in it and turn it both ways, and that'll shut the, it'll release the lock from your front wheel, and it'll, it'll shut off. I lost the key. Oh, you're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> click, yeah. click. It's done its job. Call, the fire, call the fire department. How about something like, you know, you've seen the YouTube videos yeah. of the guys who set people up and either put a taser under the seat of the bicycle oh, or an air oh, yeah, airbag. Yeah. Airbag. Wow. Yeah. Send them into orbit. It's all, it's all, the keys are in it. Go ahead. Right. Take it. Yeah. You bait car. Oh, yeah. I saw like, a bait bike where they put a, uh, like an eighth inch cable on the bike. Oh, yeah. 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 Holy moly, mm-hmm. they were racking guys up on that thing. Oh, that was the bicycle. That was bicycle. Yeah, bicycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. bicycle. But yeah. as a serious deterrent, though, or right. something like that, have any of you guys ever installed like a, a secret kill switch? Like a simple switch that yep. just connects the battery from something? Like That would probably be more effective than 90% of the stuff. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah. Uh, hands up, question around, yeah. I mean, so those guys had nobody been yelling at them. Right. What were they going to do? Cut, get the bike free. They would get the bike free. Movable. Yep. They weren't going to try to ride it away. No, they push probably were going to turn. They were going to tow it. Dude, you've no. seen me you push you, you with yeah. my foot. Or, or yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Tow oh, yeah. it. We can it. go fifty miles. They an were going to use the scooter, yeah. and one guy grab a hand yeah. and put a foot on oh, it. Fuck and, yeah. And, right, yeah, and get it if way far away. If you give me one of those then, high-powered scooters, yeah, and you're on a six hundred cc sport bike, and I throw my foot out on your muffler, yeah. we're going fifty miles an hour in no time. They weren't even going to try to start it till they had it back in their shop. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good point. And all I got to do is, I don't even want to start it. I want to take it apart and sell it. Right. I never want to hear that motor run. I don't care if you got the best immobilizer system in the world. I want to take that bike apart and sell shit. Mm-hmm. Those forks are worth my time of going to steal it. 
You know, fuck it. Maybe not a bad idea. Nobody steals a Honda Accord so they can drive a Honda Accord. They right, steal let's, it because let's go the get doors are expensive. What do you, think? you have a title <laughs> for your bike. You know what the VIN number is. Right. How many of you write down your motor number? Exactly. Right. There was a time back in the street racing days at Cleveland <laughs> yeah. where all the nurses at the Cleveland Clinic used to have Honda um, uh, Acura. Um, what the hell was that car? Integris. Integris. Integris, yeah. And there were many times, I, I may or may not have known a bunch of Puerto Rican dudes right. that might have raced Integris in the right. street races. And they would go to the they would go to the, the, the clinic, yeah. and the women would come out for their cars, and they'd have no motor. There'd be no motor. Yeah, they'd just yeah. take the motor, because yeah. nobody's yeah. looking for a motor. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden, the CRX would show up next week with an Integra with motor. With an Integra motor. Hey, yeah. that guy it's, got fast. It's always been. So they dropped the motor in the parking garage? In the what? parking lot. In the parking lot. In the parking lot, lot within yeah. 20 minutes. They could get yeah. in. What the hell those fucking drive around in their scooter guys do when they're supposed to be watching the parking lot? Are they just out Well, there? there's uh, one of them. Smoking in the back or Yeah, pretty much, yeah. No. I've got some insight. Right, exactly. Oh, we, can, we could go deep on that. One. There's some uh, anti-theft ideas. They'll bury some sort, of either an old cell phone, or they have GPS tracking devices, yeah. like little like yeah. tile or whatever. You know. Well, the tiles are only good if you have Wi-Fi. So the the tile needs Bluetooth or Wi-Fi <clears throat> to be functional. I have tiles in my wallet. I have tiles in my keychains and everything else. It will if the, once i once i let tile the tile community know that my device has been stolen or my device is missing then if somebody else's device who's also a tile member comes within range of it it will ping it and i will get an alert that says your tile has been spotted over in this at location house. over yeah. at Oscar's house exactly right you or wherever are. no i tracked my i was able to track uh, you know a lost wallet all around las vegas <laughs> because the places it went into had Wi-Fi. So the places it went into had Wi-Fi, and the places it went into, other people had the Tile app going. And what about Betty? Well, well, fuck Betty. I wished I could get Betty back, but I had no sort of device in Betty, and we started... When you have just had something that you love stolen from you, you start looking very seriously at anti-theft shit. And I had looked at all of the different GPS-based stuff. And usually the problem with them is if they're not actually hardwired into your dashboard, mm -hmm. they have rather short battery life, mm -hmm. which means like every two months you're probably going to be replacing the batteries in this thing, if you remember. There are some that do plug directly into your OBD port, and they draw power on your OBD. And they transmit a whole bunch of data back to mommy and daddy Installed to let them know. Installed a bunch of those. I right. still, done those yeah. And they're great. The, the dongles and stuff, yep. and they can... You can get you can sit there on your phone and Absolutely. see how fast you're. You know, mm -hmm. yep. They're a good investment. They're very good investment. They're going to be about three hundred dollars depending on where you're at per unit, and you are going to pay a, a service charge mm -hmm. because these things do communicate. Hmm. So they're not just free. Um, if if it is a GPS transponder, meaning that it's telling the the satellite where it is, mm -hmm. it's sending data both ways. It still needs to send that data out to something else so it can get to your device. You still have to have a data plan. So they have a data plan for them, which is usually something similar to a cellular contract. It's so, a SIM card. Right. So all those devices yep. have a SIM card in them that is uh, nowadays 4G or they Pay as you go. Or three, yeah. you know, so it's a 4G, it's either through Verizon. And so it has to have a SIM card right. just like your phone. Exactly. But you're going to be paying 25 to 30 bucks a month for that. So. The cost of protecting something like that is going to be $300 for your initial investment for the device, and then $30, $40 per month so that your device essentially now has a cell phone. Mm -hmm. But its cell phone only calls you to tell you when you ask about it. Mm 
Right. Now, it's great if you've got a 16-year-old kid right. or a cheating wife or whatever. These things are all wonderful applications for why you got it. But as far as actually, like, protecting Betty, for the one time in Betty's life she got stolen, I <laughs> yeah, would have had more. to... Well, I would have had to have been paid for the unit and then had her covered with, you know, this device how for how many years? Yeah. Just for that payoff. Plus, I think pros know how to... Oh, I would say if you're a professional thief, you're the first thing you're going to look for is some device like that. Right. There's not a professional thief in the world that stole Betty, though. No. no I agree with no, that. No, I found, <laughs> yeah. saying, though, I found right. half the ignition out there in the parking lot. <laughs> right, yeah, 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 right. <laughs> yeah. I no. just buy a car with a stick shift because those guys can't drive <laughs> <Yeah>. one. <laughs> right. Just leave a whole lot of Wendy's wrappers on yeah. the floor and shit. I was thinking like, like for the bikes yeah. or even for like a car, yes. like you need like a, uh, like a diff lock. So yeah. You could just throw a lever and it locks the rear diff in the truck. You can't move it. Well, you know what? You can't get towed. You can't get anything. Yeah. Or like on the bike, you had like if it was a shaft drive, it was a shaft lock. Yeah. Dunk. You can't push the bike yeah. anywhere. It's locked it. up. Yeah. Or a, a tranny lock, or something like that. Right. You know, if you can find a tranny, he's got nothing better going on. Right. Lock it up. <laughs> I was going to say <laughs> most women have been looking for a shaft lock in the years. It's yeah, date I, night. No, I initiated the shaft no, lock. Get away from me. <laughs> Get away from me. <laughs> so to, uh, to take it back to actually news or motorcycle-ish stuff, I sent you guys a couple of pictures of some motorcycles. Yeah. And I yeah. did want to I did want to just find out. So the motorcycles in question. Um, the bobber? Triumph has had this bobber now for a couple of years. And what they did is they took their, you know, their, T, their T120. It's 1,200cc motor. This is no small twin. This is a very... Lumpy, bumpy motor, and they made the back end of it look like it's a rigid, and they put like a uh, cantilevered saddle that's sort of just like out there defying gravity, mm. and uh, they really did like they just went, and then this is the bobber black, or the black bobber. Yeah. Speaking of Black Betty, now you remember many, many, many months ago, or maybe even years ago. When we had the very first one of these that we had in our shop. And we gave it the grievous sin that it not only did it have fake carburetors, but they were fake amol carburetors. <laughs> so you have fake amols. <laughs> and then on top of the fake amols, the casting on them was just shit. Like, it was like they said to somebody, they're like, okay, I want you to make me some fake amols, but all you can use is styrofoam. And JB Weld. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's what the castings look like. They just look like garbage. They got the Chinese company to do that. Right. Yeah. And that was just... So like, what? what is the purpose of these bikes? Like, Well, it's clearly to look very good from transporting your ass from one bar to another bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to probably check out in this whole thing because these bikes don't interest me really much at all. And no, so the, only thing I will, the only thing I will say is... Neither one of those yeah. look as good as the the Moto Guzzi equivalent. Now I know we're done with Moto right. Guzzi. That's fine, but, but I like we the still Moto, like the Moto Guzzi version of these two right. bikes is much nicer. Yeah, I agree. And better done and looks nice. These hit no check marks. Nothing. And I would rather have a Thruxton or a Bonneville. These right. do nothing for me. Hunter, I agree a thousand percent with yep. you. Drop the mic. I'm going to go pee. The pictures are very well staged. Oh, I think board, if you saw that gorgeous pictures. Picture. If you saw that bike in person, they're trying to hide that radiator in the front. It looks like it yeah. was thrown on as an oh. afterthought. It is. And, it um, is very not hidden. They're. Yeah. They are. They did hit the traditional English styling uh-huh. with the overall look of the bikes, but they don't have the Italian 
flare well, of the Moto Guzzi. Well, here's what I think. The front brake on this new Speedster, so the Speedsters won't the chrome on it. Mm-hmm. The front brake is stolen from the Harley Davidson parts catalog. It even has the Harley, the hockey stick shaped vents in it. Yeah. The hockey mm-hmm. stick, the hockey ships, oh, the yeah, hockey yeah, stick yeah. shaped slots. Yeah. Um, it's While got they the, were in there foraging for rear suspension parts, apparently they like the brake stuff too. Exactly. <laughs> right. So, and we have seen these these triumphs over the past twenty years that are like, you missed it by this much. Mm-hmm. So Fletcher had one of those Triumph Americas. And we always joke, you know, you take the weakest motor you've got and the heaviest bike you've got, well, what do we call it? America. America. Mm. Right. And uh, <laughs> so, yeah. So the Triumph had the America and they had the Speedster, which is another mm-hmm. so- source of irony. And the these are the bikes that have a classic-inspired paint job gas tank. The classic-inspired gas tank itself, but then have this ridiculous long frame. And it's not a Bonneville. I mean, it's not, it's a longer bike. This is my point. Who are they trying to attract with these bikes? Well, and my interest, my thing is, the reason I'm even talking about this is I'm making uh, runs, test riding all these different bikes and shit Mm. that I'm working on, and I see this dude ramble into the shell station down here in the corner. And what struck me is how big he looked on the bike. How the bike looked really tiny under Mm -hmm. him. And you guys probably remember with the Royal Enfields, the C5s, how tiny they were. Mm -hmm. Like, they were small. A 500cc single longer is small to begin with, but then they put, like, the small 16-inch wheels. Like, they well, they had had 18s, but they looked real small. Mm -hmm. They were skinny. And they looked skinny, and the bike looked tiny under a big fella. Like, the bike looked little under a big dude. And... Coming from just guys that ride CB one. I know, right? Yeah, right. C seventy. Right. Kim Coach Page. So yeah, when I saw this bike, I saw the bike pulling into the shell station. I was like, "Is that dude just fucking huge, or does that is that Triumph just small? Like, is it just a small bike?" And I pulled up on it. I, I went back in and said, hey, "What's going on? I like the bike. Oh, I love it. It's great. You know, the bobber thing is great. You know, I was like, don't have to worry about attracting females because there's no place to put them." And, like, you know, it's a good good bike for the man who knows himself really well. And I start looking at the bike, and I just realized the bike <laughs> is... my loneliness. Right, exactly. <laughs> we love the bike, don't we? Yes, yes we, we do! do. <laughs> She's very nice! See? She's very nice. Put the lipstick on the hand. Yeah. The, uh, but I did go up and look at it, and it is small. Like, I was very su- surprised that for a 1,200cc motorcycle... It's a really mm. tiny package. Mm. It's a really, really small bike. If you're gonna take Sportster customers, you gotta have a. And that's the idea. Yeah. You gotta have a similar size. Sportster. I mean, women hate the tiny this is package. T- mm-hmm. t- yeah. It's Look a at that. Yeah. Is that a forty-eight yeah, or a forty-eight? Is it a yeah, yeah, it's yeah. forty-eight. Yeah. I mean, right. It's a forty-eight, and I think that's the point. I think they put the chubby front wheel on it. Mm-hmm. So, like you know, V the the Bobber's got the chubby front wheel on the V nine. Everybody loves the chubby front wheels now. So they got big fat tires on the front and the back, and it's a bike that a small person, a person of five foot four stature, could ride quite easily, and then be able to tell his friends, "I got twelve hundred cc's, motherfucker," you know. Uh, <laughs> and they say, "Shut up!" Yeah, fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. 
Thanks, Squeaky. Go back. And guys, <laughs> yes. that, you know, guys that I know that ride Harley say, like, oh, no, 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 no. You don't want the little motor. Right. Don't want the, don't little, want the little motor. motor. I'm like, what do you mean? 883, not the little motor. No, no, you don't want the little 883, motor. 883, fuck. That's, <laughs> right. Yeah. No, nothing but, you know, a mini bike. little motor. Exactly. Right. And no that's, little motor bike. <laughs> and that's what it is. And the second bike, the, the Speedster, like, this is that the same game. It's the America. It's the long wheelbase, or it's the Americanized Bonneville. It's like, okay, what are we gonna do with it? Well, we gotta get the seat. We gotta get the seat lower because Americans love low seats, apparently. And then what we gotta do? We gotta stretch the wheelbase out, and we gotta get you into the flying C riding position. I just don't think that Triumph is headed down with both of these bikes, which they're very proud of. I just don't think Triumph's heading down a path that represents a good ba- a good batch of buyers. And to bear that out, well, you know Wednesday I'll be going to another auction. Oh, do I, do I have somebody's attention? Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Wednesday I'll be going to another auction. There are eight of these listed. There are eight Triumph Americas and that ilk. You know, big twins. Triumph is not staying with their identity. They should yeah. stick with what they are. You right. know what I mean? And they're trying to... to well, and the Bonnevilles at the auction all sold for what I consider to be higher than book value, much higher than book value, Dealers were paying above book value to get yeah. these bikes. Those bikes, the not Bonnevilles, mm-hmm. Bonneville motor, but not a Bonneville bike, right. those bikes were selling or actually not selling. Mm-hmm. They weren't getting to within $1,000 of book value. But I think mm-hmm. that's the key to it. Yeah. Is they didn't build a brand new motor or buy a new bike from the ground up. Right. It doesn't cost them a whole lot to... To experiment with that Experiment shit. a little bit yeah. with a different... Okay, Longer chain. A little different change, you yeah. know, different Longer frame geometry, yeah. geometry, you know, seat, some things. Right. It's not yeah. like... Bigger side panels. It's, it's not it's a cheap. whole... It's not the research and development of no. developing an all-new It's a new, cheap way to dip your toe into, it's a cruiser. Yeah. Because Let's that's what they're doing. Yeah. They're totally taking that bike out, and they're, they're marketing it to the guys that would otherwise buy a Sportster. Yeah. And how well did that work for our Moto Guzzi's? For anybody. Yeah. Mm. V9s? I mean, how many of the bobbers yeah. that, that you had here? No, V9s, they went wood on the showroom floor. Like, you couldn't <laughs> fucking... Let the guy ride it. That's fine. Do whatever. It didn't matter. It was a spaghetti sportster. Nobody was interested in buying a V9. It was not a bike that people were like... You know, that's pretty sexy. I should take that out. No. no. All my Harley buddies are going right. to be impressed They're going to be when so impressed with nope. 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 Not at all. Chris, you're going to say? Well, so with the new Triumph dealership opening up down the street, yeah. and with you going to the the auction, yeah. wouldn't it be nice if there is a bunch of... My strategy is... Triumph's out front here. Yeah, but I don't want to buy what nobody's going to buy. I don't want to purchase their but, worst and, sellers. And you're not I will do buy that. Bonnevilles. Yeah, 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 you won't do that. Yeah, I'll buy Bonnevilles. But if you get two or three of them out here... Yeah. Oh, that's the intention. And, 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 and the guy things. drives back this way, I think, oh. fuck, man, I'd really like that Bonneville, but... You know, oh, Half look, price is look, really look at, nice. Look at that one right there. <laughs> I had every intention last month when I went to the auction. I had every intention of coming back with four or five Bonnevilles. The problem is, so did the other 45 guys there. Right. And they were willing to go deeper into the loss category than I was. Right. Could you become a Ducati dealership if you wanted to be? Yeah, I could. I definitely don't want to be. <laughs> no, I don't want to be. But he could probably find no. one down at the auction no. for you. You know what? 
If you think that Moto Guzzi has a barbed penis, <laughs> you don't want to see. <laughs> yeah. Is that a marketing term? Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to see what's in Ducati's pants. Yeah, you're not ready for that. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, I don't. You know what? With Moto Guzzi's, I could very, like, I could very honestly tell people I love these bikes. I enjoy the shit out of them. They're fun. They're reliable. They work great. They're durable as fuck. Like, your dumbass can't break this bike. It's a tractor. Right. With the Ducati, for the same 14% profit margin, now i got to tell this guy, okay, when you take it out of the jewel case... <laughs> we'll see you in right. three weeks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your service schedule. Now, my boat likes premium fuel. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. So your, skirt, your service schedule is going to be what we like to call aggressive. Yeah. And I just, I don't want to live in that world. And I, I also don't want to have the kind of shop where my customers are two things. They're the guys who are trying to save up enough money to buy a scrambler. So they're like, they want the Ducati dream, but on the macaroni and cheese budget. And then I got the other guys that are just, you know, yeah, they're crazy fucking demanding. And they I'm start their yeses the... with an M. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to yes. find the bright side of yeah. having a Triumph dealer down the street. How can it help us? Oh, it can help us because we will be less expensive than the Triumph dealer. <clears throat> right. Yeah. 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 I guarantee no matter what happens. I guarantee anybody who takes an old Triumph right. in there might be sending them over here. Oh, no, they, they won't. T- I know the people that are over there. Yeah. They're not going to work on anything other than what they're selling new. So the, maybe the they can give us trade-ins. Maybe they can trade-ins. Trade-ins. <laughs> like you get, they take a Honda or something on a trade-in. I'm sure that in this industry, you take anything you can take on trade-in. Yeah. I'd like to introduce you to my used scooter department. It's that one Mocha Buddy. Yeah. So that one Mocha Buddy is my entire used scooter department right now. We have sold like nine fucking used bikes in the past week, yeah. and we've also sold, you know, a dozen new bikes in the past week. The market right now is on fire only because it's been it's been tamped down for the past 45 days. We're behind schedule. St. Paddy's mm-hmm. Day is the kickoff of our season. Fuck no, it wasn't. They salted the roads 14 times since then. Yeah, motherfuckers. So now the past week is the first week where we've been straight up on fire selling shit. And people come in here and they got the look. They got the look like... Gotta get some. Oh fuck, man! I got the get sweats. The, I don't know yeah. what's going on. Looks like the neighbor's yeah. cat in heat, man. <laughs> <laughs> Just let me rub my dick on something. <laughs> let me sit on this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a nuts on it. Yeah, that's what people are doing, and they're and it's, your territory. It's crazy as shit right now, and people are buying bikes for way more money than I thought they would on like some Craigslist stuff I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. So I'm calling on some Craigslist bikes because bikes, I'd like to have some more used shit in my inventory. And they're like, yeah, it it sold. It just, I'm like, cool, yeah. what did it sell for? 300 more than I was asking? Like, holy shit. What yeah. fucking level of bizarro world am I in? Right. So, I don't know, but that's what happens when you have that pent-up demand. You get that real crazy thing. Well, if you need a few bikes to sell. Yeah, right? Yeah. You have a whole garage. You got a whole garage. So it, I have been bringing, so I've been emptying out my warehouse into here. So every time I sell one, I bring another one over from the warehouse and that kind of thing. So we keep it looking full, but not ridiculous. And it is hilarious. And people, you know, people do buy bikes and that's, that's it. If anybody wants a uh, 1973 Honda CV750 with a Mac 4 into one pipe that runs good, it's got switch gear off of a CX500 on it. 
It's got a teal paint job. Uh, it's nice. It's got some dents in it. It's it's not a perfect looking bike, but it's a solid good runner with fresh Dunlop tires on it. Not modern looking tires, but Dunlop's retro line. Nice, nice. So they are vintage looking tires, but they're modern safety standards. I just unsold it to the previous owner, the guy that bought it. I couldn't fucking get this oh, guy to the, let me the, deliver the, the, it. The yeah, guy in New York. Okay. So I kept saying, I was like, I'm, I'm driving your way. I want to deliver your bike. When can I show up at your house and deliver your bike? So fuck it. After six months of trying to deliver this guy's bike, I sent him his check back. Oh, that guy's still? Yeah. I just literally sent him his check back. I'm like, I'm unselling this to you. I'm literally unselling. I'm undoing this transaction. The, the, the title the never transferred. The title never transferred. Yep. I don't even want the money for the, the tires. The bike needed tires anyway. Mm-hmm. That's fine. They're good tires. I I just don't want to give this guy the bike. You literally He's said, go fuck yourself. I said, go fuck your hat. The other one. Yeah, I don't want your money. That and, means you're honest. Though. When sorry. you fire a customer, oh. that means that you're a good dude. Well, every once in a while you do have to fire one, yeah. so... <laughs> they, they do need that. Sometimes you yell at them. Today I yelled at one. So, so there, there was, there was <laughs> tell us com- more about that. <laughs> on a completely different note, there was breaking news this week. I don't know if you guys heard about this. So I was in a hotel for work all week, and it's the only time I ever get to see Cable. Okay. Yeah. So Cable has introduced the fact that everybody was really sad. I'm sure everybody at this table was distraught and broken up about the fact that Orange County Choppers was not a thing. They're coming back, and they're having a new show because they've rekindled their love, and now they're going to build new choppers that fit the new market, and they are more ecstatic than they've ever been to do it. Scrambler choppers. <laughs> I, thought you were, I knew about them coming back, and yeah. I thought you were going to say that it wasn't going to happen, and I was going to be very happy. No, no, no. They're going to build new choppers that fit the current market. Oh, yeah. Dad yeah. and son are going to they're going to make spider webs on, on the, the, yeah. the mufflers. In, and 48-inch front wheel. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, donks, man. Donks. <laughs> yeah, but the problem is... They won't that, even have tires. They'll just wrap electrical tape yeah. on a giant wagon wheel. I don't even know what I was watching, but... The only part of it that was cool was the trailer, uh, but it was somebody had built this bagged out trailer for this guy, but the bike that he was putting on it and the truck that he was towing with it and the color of it was just fucking uh, safety orange yeah, okay. or black, and he was yeah. like, and it was a donk and it was right. everything, but the trailer was cool. Right. It had an airbag in the front and two airbags on the thing, so when you pulled up, it was it dropped. Oh, so the trailer literally hit the dirt. It hit the dirt. So you deck. rode in at no angle. You could just push it right on there. Because donks have no angle. There yeah. was a little yeah. there was a little box on the front right. with three button with three things. You flip yeah. it up and first the, the yeah. two bags in the back. Right. And then it comes up like this. Okay. All right. And now you're at off the ground. And now you're at trailer operational height. On airbags. On airbags. I mean, airbags are airbags are a cheap way to make some fun shit. But the happen, bike so. was a fucking donk, like yeah. cheesy ass black and orange, like. Yeah. Ugh. But what what do you think with the dually pickup truck? With the, sh- with the show coming back to this thing, yeah. what do you think all the next guys that want to spend a hundred thousand dollars on a pile of crap right. are going to yeah, buy? Yeah, what do you, say, can we guess what the next? What does fifty thousand dollars ass jewelry look like in two thousand and eighteen? Yeah, what yeah, is going to be no this idea. next thing? I don't know. But the donks are strong right now. Here's my thought. I think yeah. that the Tuttle's fucked up so much in the past yeah. that now they're going to have to pay the station to get their shit back on there. But they're just like to the rebuild fucking Kardashians, their, their, man. Like, they sell goddamn Tuttle dog bowls and shit. Like, yeah. It's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, the, the they completely levels. ran themselves into bankruptcy, though. Believe yeah. it or not, I looked into this more than yeah. I re- really even should have. But they right. have oh, a He's whole, a closet Tuttle. They have like a whole PSA of how, you know, me and my dad, we got in a fight. 
and we go, and then like time went over, but then I had my kid, and then my dad came back, and like slowly we've kind of got cool with each other. Boy, that sounds a lot like, like my creepy cousins' relationships. Mm-hmm. Well, I can relate to that. It makes me feel better about myself. <laughs> we didn't I should watch you. that. <laughs> you know? It'll make me feel better about myself to watch other people. Who are they? Have really uh, horrible relationships. So now each we're other. back, yeah, and we're yeah. gonna build some really cool bikes. They killed me like Maury what, is the, what are the cool bikes? It's Maury Povich with motorcycles. Cool to death. You know? They cool killed their golden goose, and now they're trying to resurrect it. That's what <laughs> yeah, it is. Fucking who gives a shit? Man. They need to go way more out of their mold for, to impress. Dude, how me, many like. how many companies spent like hundred and fifty thousand dollars on a bike that they can't get like seven dollars for? No. Of course not. Yeah, the whole thing is just like well, it, it doesn't matter. Cor- it, you know, it, it doesn't was, matter. It was, it was a corporate investment. Right. Yeah, and and they wrote it off. And they're never going to sell that bike. That bike is always forever going to sit in the front lobby of the company that right. bought the bike. And right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah. It's There's not even nothing cheaper than old luxury. Right. So yeah. it's the same thing with the luxury car <laughs> market. You could buy a $120,000 car and in two years the thing's worth $50,000. Yeah. Nothing depreciates like stupid spending. Right. So so yeah. Pete and I are riding last weekend and we go past Longaburger, whatever town that's in. What's yeah, Longaburger Basket Company. Dresden. Dresden. Yeah. So they were making a shitload of money. Right. And then the kids come in and decide, well, we need to build a whole corporate building shaped like a, like a basket. burger basket. Oh, yeah, I've been there. We yeah. need to buy a golf course. We they need built to, a golf course. They build a golf course. They hotel. built a hotel. And what they do? So the shitheads bankrupted Pop, who's been struggling his whole yeah. life to do it. So. Putting baskets together, one fucking basket yeah. weave at a time. Yeah, and, and yeah. people are nuts over the right. baskets. Right. and. Are they even out there anymore? No, they're like know. fucking Beanie Babies, man. It's like a fart yeah. in church. As soon as you realize it's happened, it's gone. My yeah. family, there are Loggenberger baskets signed, yeah. limited edition Loggenberger baskets, yeah. holding screwdrivers and nuts and bolts and bullshit. Like right. just bull exactly. crap. In, mm-hmm. yeah. in my family, we had a lot of farts in church, <laughs> so that's different. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. yeah, it's ridiculous. Loggenberger right. toilet paper holder. <gasps> but the idea being that, okay, the tunnels are back. Well, once again, they'll fuck it up. I don't give up. Like, like I couldn't be less interested in that. Oh, of course not. But I you just want to know yeah. what what the new debauchery is going right. to be. Like, right. what is the? Thing? I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be donks. Like All I would tell you podcast. is this: it's going to be donks as far All as the I, I can see. All I would tell you is this: yeah. that there are still adults, yeah. men your age, my age, yeah. that are into WWE oh, yeah, yeah, wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Bigger to than it's this ever day, yeah. bigger, bigger than it's ever been for a globe. So. The glorious oh. ladies of I mean, I loved it when I was a kid. I was kind of into it for a while, right. mm-hmm. back in the good and old days. Yeah. But it was kind of like Santa Claus once I but realized it was But I was into G.I. Joe's, too. I was kind of like, as a store owner, right. you should be interested in what they're going to do because then you right. know exactly what never to go into right. for the next 10 yeah, years. That's true. Because whatever they're doing is already dead and beyond what it could be. 90% of the people that walk through my front door, they can do nothing for me and I can do nothing for them. They have the power of ambulatory movement. <laughs> they have the ability to open a door and walk through it. And that, to most of them, empowers them with special superpowers <laughs> called, I'm a customer. Right. And you have to drop what you're doing mm-hmm. and listen to me tell you some stupid-ass shit or <laughs> the bike I want to build when I get done financing my first tattoo or whatever the fuck these assholes are up to. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you got the wrong pe- people walking through your door. Yeah. I've moved four times. <laughs> they keep finding you. Yeah. 
<laughs> I can't get away from them. <laughs> I've been in four Let's different Let's go to Phil's place. <laughs> How about middleweight trikes? Right, exactly. Uh, right, yeah. 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 I just don't. Like, Five that's points. the problem is Ugh. the lowest common denominator in the United States of America is mighty fucking low. It's lower than you want it to be. And that's where people get that bright, shiny object thing. Mm. And we made fun of a couple of podcasts ago. What did we make fun of? All the slingshots. The, all the slingshots. <laughs> the, all the slingshots that were at the, the auction. There were a lot of slingshots. There were like 26 slingshots at the auction. And I think we can all agree that a car in which you are supposed to wear a helmet is probably a bad fucking idea, right? <laughs> I try not to shit on people, but I really don't like slingshots or can-ams. Or can-ams, right? Like oh, okay. I just can't. What I've we seen, saw a couple of them on the road last weekend. And I, I was going to say, I've seen a lot of slingshots in the neighborhood. Yeah. A lot of them. I would like to take one out for an afternoon. I don't want to. I don't want to own one. I just like to rip yeah. around it for an afternoon. Oh. No, exactly. Tires. It's the same cut. <laughs> look, man. Look, it's the same reason strippers exist, man. A slingshot <laughs> is the the car version of a stripper. You don't want that to hang around too long. You want to just be in it for the fun, just a real brief encounter, and then get out while you still <laughs> get out while you still have most of your money intact. You know, a good night, maybe the next morning. See what it feels like and move on. You don't want to wake up in the morning, walk out in your driveway and see a slingshot. Like, but you'd like to see a stripper. Oh my god, what the fuck well, did multi- I do? Oh, you ever seen a stripper in harsh daylight? After, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah Especially hungover. Things. It's like, oh. It's bad when you see the way they're put together. It's like sausage. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's not cool. But yeah, all this shit. I don't know I'm what so, kind of strippers you're looking at. I'm the see- ones actually, they don't look like sausage. <laughs> <laughs> you must be going to, uh, what is it, the uh, Pinkies. Lido Lounge or something. Oh, no. Yeah, well. <laughs> Blue oysters. It. There's a reason those places are dark inside. Yeah. yeah. These girls are not working there because they're natural beauty. Mm-hmm. So, so don't you talk that way about Black Thunder <laughs> and, and White Lightning. White Lightning. White Lightning. Yeah. White. <laughs> no, no, I'm good, thanks. But so we had a close encounter with a slingshot. So sometimes, you know, my customers all make me happy. Some by showing up, some by leaving. And they, uh, this dude pulls up in front of my shop, and he's got the slingshot, and he's got all the, you know, it's got a thousand watts of stereo in it. At least he's entertaining all of West Park. In case you don't see him, he's going to make sure you look. And it's like it's like nine oh one in the morning. I'm two. Yeah, go ahead. Do you know what's going on in West Park this weekend? Yeah, the Huli. Okay, yeah. just making sure. Yeah, we're not part of it. So uh, you gonna have the? No, no, no. We lost our permit. We'll talk oh. about that. I have some special the, uh, signs for you. Yeah. So anywho, dude pulls up. Shit. Nine o'clock oh, in the morning. Ruined. I'm in I here know. early. I'm in here early doing my thing. Dude pulls up. <laughs> like mute. Oh, it's ridiculous. And it's like dubstep, right? So it's just like <laughs> like the bass drops and the thing just lifts off the ground a little bit. <laughs> so he comes up. And he, he scampers out of it. And, like, I wa- I've never watched a human adult get out of one of these things before. And he's, like, a 25-year-old dude. It did not look easy. So, like, he does, like, he sort of unfolds himself out of this thing, gets out, kind of comes over. He's like, hey, 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 hey. Um, the guy down the street told me that you got a uh, you got a gas cap for this. And I went... <laughs> I don't even need to look. I can't, I can't, I can't. No. No. AutoZone's got one. It's stick the same ra- thing that's a, a Chevy. Stick a gas tank, and then when it gets some gas in it by capillary action, just light the fucking thing. But wait, the story gets better. Ah. I said, missing a gas cap. Why? I, 
How did you discover that? And he says, well, I was down at the gas station, filled it up, as everyone does, brimmed it, left the gas station, foot deep in the pedal, and gas went everywhere. (laughs) He says, so I've been down spraying this thing down because gas went everywhere. He's like, I lost like three or four gallons of gas. I said, oh, must have been a maximum performance takeoff. He goes, oh, it was. He goes, I was all over the place, you know, burning out. It was great. It was cool. I was like the cool guy. And I was like, well, where's your gas cap? He goes, I don't know. I said, did you go back and check on the pump? Mm-hmm. And he goes, I did. It wasn't there. I was like, yeah, because if I was the guy pumping up next to you and I saw that ridiculous display of stupidness, <laughs> I would have taken that gas cap and I would have thrown it in the trash. Like, Fuck you, pal. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> so he went back and he found it in the tr- so you two are really good friends. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say anything. So what did he buy? That was my internal monologue, <laughs> okay. oh, right. my internal dialogue. So he goes, "Do you have a gas cap?" And I said, "No." And he's like, and he didn't believe me. Come on, people always try to talk me into shit. You gotta have a gas cap for a slingshot. And I went, "No," but you sell motorcycles. And I went, "Yeah." And he said, but the guy at AutoZone told me you have a gas cap for the slingshot. Uh, <laughs> I was like, so he's already been to AutoZone. I so the geniuses at AutoZone. You should sue the fuck out of that guy at AutoZone. And I, and I was just like, dude. And he goes, this is a motorcycle shop. You don't have a gas cap for this thing? I was like, well, dude, think about your statement. Yeah. You haven't even shown me a motorcycle. Yeah. You're like, driving a roadworthy <laughs> snowmobile. Right. And so I went, stunning moment of clarity. I was like, I'm going to bet you. I'm going to bet you the price of the gas cap that the slingshot gas cap is the same gas cap off of like a quad. It's one of them big plastic girthy fucking gas caps that goes into like a big goddamn like three inch fast dump fucking hose, like a big hole on top of a plastic, you know, quad. A bong. Right. Or a snowmobile as this company makes. Those types of things. Bombardier. Like, they're not going to go, no, that's no, no, a, no, no, no. It's Polaris. 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 It's the other snowmobile company's three-wheel Excuse contraption. Because yeah. they both Excuse have them, right? And so I do, I venture back, and I go back to take a look. And I go back to take a look. <laughs> and sure as shit, the top of it is exactly the same schnout that is on every goddamn quad and every snow machine. It's that standard three-inch giant plastic. And, by the way, this is the top of the car. This is the highest point in the car. This is like if the car was upside down, the roll cage hasn't hit the ground yet. The gas cap's gone, right? And it's like, it might as well have a red flashing light on it. It's so high up on the car. It's like, fuck. And I'm like, and all the gas came out that hole? And he goes, oh, yeah. And I'm like... It was cool. And he goes, and then I hit the brakes. And I went, oh, no. And he went, oh, yeah. And I looked inside... And all of the stickers and all the decals inside the cockpit oh. area oh. were up. And it stunk <laughs> to high heavens. Well, and I was like, oh boy, this is not cool. He's never getting rid of that. Either. No, he's never getting rid of that. No, no, he's going to own that car until there's a, you know, like a total loss insurance claim. Right. Yeah, which probably is pretty easy. Was he smoking? Like that. No, no, he was not. <laughs> no, but I was thinking about starting again. Uh, but that was, but yeah, that was it. That was my little close encounter with the fucking. Uh, Fourth kind. I know. It's like a, but Slap once shot. again, you talk about what are the tunnels going to be working on? Eh. Yeah. I'll bet you they build a can am or two. Yeah. Because you know what? The people that are into that shit, 
Watch the guys show. that they were building $50,000 ass jewelry for eight years ago, nine years ago, they're 10 years older now. Oh, yeah, mm. you can't hold it. The are starting to look ah. real good to them. And, and, and they need that walking cane holder attachment oh. on the side. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, Plus, man. that dude's got that whole fucking building that's in foreclosure that he has to fill. Right? Yeah, did they sell that? No. He had some excuse. The tunnel drill? There was some fucking excuse about he has a lease, but the owner, who knows? Okay, but they didn't sell it. No, they didn't sell it. Okay. So but they don't a, have any equipment left in it. They've got one... Uh, you know, microwave oh. over in the corner, and the best, it. the best thing about this whole thing. So, okay. So, like I said, I was in a hotel. This is the only reason I saw this because I don't have cable. Or whatever it was on, and so <laughs> you I had like, to watch network television. Yeah, I was, I was oh, like, fate whatever, happened, death. whatever happened to the one fucking guy that was actually like a good worker, the dude with the goatee that was like the the guy that was always like the grundle that was doing yeah, everything, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. He went back to automotive. And he has a shop now, right. and he's like answering questions like like free flow. Yeah. And he's just like, yeah, they fucking suck. Yeah, well, like he's like, I, I, I like to do custom stuff, but on cars and stuff, and these dudes just fucking suck. And he's like, <laughs> he gave up everything, and he's like, I'd rather rebuild transmissions on Fords right. than fucking build this right. shit. And then people are like, are you ever going to go back to customs? He's like, yeah, but it won't be anything like that. And I just refuse to do it. I get more entertainment on watching Guy Martin build a Spitfire or some nonsense shit. Only because I spend my time looking at the TV trying to translate. Oh, he's awesome, though. English into English. Yeah. Right, yeah. And that's that's interesting because, you know. Guy Martin is proof that autistic people can rule the world at some point. (laughs) I'm just telling you. Seriously. He is. He's on the spectrum 100%. There's no doubt. yeah. But I also, it's just the whole Isle of Madness of the whole thing. Like, his whole game is just like, yeah, I work on diesel trucks and shit like that. And then I go race this little race every year. And then I come back and work on diesel trucks and shit. There's a great. And now I got a TV show where people pay me to do stupid shit. There's a great documentary about him that, like, kind of goes... Like, I found it one yeah. day, like, in the loop of fucking stupidity. And, like, literally, like, they offered... The like, he could have, like... Stupidity. He could have, like, just retired as a TV star. He had no interest in it. No. He didn't want to do anything. He wanted to go back and work with his dad at the diesel shop. Right. Yeah. I did watch the Wall of Death thing. And the, the guy... If you watch the guy Martin Wall of Death, it's the biggest, fastest Wall of Death ever. Hmm. They basically took over a warehouse and made the whole warehouse into a Wall of Death. <laughs> <laughs> Heavily sponsored by Indian... Oh, nice. It's basically, the, the name of the thing should just be the Sideways Scout. But he he starts the whole training on a CM200. So he's like starts the whole training on, on a CB200. Oh. So, you know, he he basically goes out there and just, just nerfs this thing into the wall like five or six times. Because there is a certain amount of like, fuck you, don't look, pin it. Yeah. You know, to get yeah. up onto the Escape velocity. Right, and it is. And so the <laughs> first, the 45-degree angle apron of it mm-hmm. is, that's the moneymaker. Mm-hmm. Like, once you're on the side, as long as the motor keeps running, well, you're, you're fine. If you try to go up on the wall, do you have an escape velocity? Right. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're going to be there. But the whole 45-degree angle business, when, like, all, all science and brain is not working together at all, and your mind is just going, what the, though, this is dumb. Like, if you've ever tried to ride a bike, motorcycle backwards... I mean, it's turned around. Bicycles, ride, I can nail it. Ride a oh, motorcycle. Yeah. Ride a motorcycle yeah. up a steeply, yeah, a yeah. steeply ramped driveway. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then let gravity bring you back. Yeah. Now you just rode up it. Mm-hmm. You did it. Feet up on the pegs, no problem. Now see how far you can ride back down it backwards. What you just rode up with your feet up, and see if you can get that thing to back up even like eight feet. No, you can't. Right. Your brain just goes. 
You have to turn around a dirt bike and you're sliding. Yeah, you have to turn around. You have to sit on the bars. Right. You can, I if can you sit, sit around backwards, you can pedal backwards. Back. Back. I can ride it forever yeah. just going yeah. like this. What you just said about fuck you, pin it, yeah. is the difference between one of like the most world-class... So I'm a huge MotoGP guy. I yeah. get up all the time and I have the subscription yeah. and I watch oh, the yeah. races and everything. And Mark Marquez is like fucking the, this yep. phenom right now. That's right now, he's the man. This last race... This dude wrecked in the gravel and sent gravel out into End this the fucking turn. Yep. And Mark Marquez hit it at like fucking 290 kilometers or something. Yeah. And every other human being in the world would have let would have off died. the gas right. and done something. Right. And exactly. he fucking pinned no, it he... and went through it. Yeah. So like, there's a whole difference of human beings. Of like, yeah. 90% of people are like, ah. the right. guys that can actually do it are fucking... I'm not that guy. I'm no. not saying I'm like... But Fuck you, pin it. Right. It's like, if you can do that. If you can be that person. Yeah. Rock times In thrust. Absolutely. In thrust. In thrust. Yeah. We, we trust. trust. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Counterintuitive. When, <laughs> right. In, when in doubt, gas it out, man. Yeah. 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 So, that's my entire, yeah. that's like riding in sand, riding, you know, yep. uh, gravel. For me, sand is always, if you're not, Fuck if, it. if you're not, if sand's not working for you, <laughs> you're going too slow. Right. Yeah, if gravel's not working for you, you're going too slow. And if you're going to crash, you might right. as well try to make the best of it. Well, yeah. and what's the difference? From, look, <laughs> I've been off. There's less friction on one times. wheel. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I'll tell you, <laughs> I can't tell you the difference between a 60 mile an hour crash and a 70 mile an hour crash. I've right. experienced both. I can tell you that that a 92 mile an hour crash takes longer. <laughs> you get up in between, in the middle of it. Because you're not done yet. Take a quick look. You're going to go back oh, down. Shit. Fuck me, man. I thought we were done having this crash. I thought I had achieved the point of impact. Apparently, I had not yet achieved the point of impact. You can black out and come back, too. There was still more time. tumbling involved. Until you've seen your headlights spin about 15 times oh, behind man. you, you know you haven't done I enough. think I had time in that crash to get like be like, okay, still on the track. Okay, grass is coming up. Oh, grass will be here soon. Looking forward to that grass. <laughs> oh, look, here's my bike. Oh, 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 shit. Wait, when did I start going backwards? <laughs> Damn it, this grass. Come on, grass, when are you going to be here? And then you'd be like, oh, there's the bottom of my bike. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, fuck that. That well, it was a terrible crash. And it just never stopped, man. Like, I got up at some point in the middle of the crash... My brain was like, we're ready for this crash to be over. Mm -hmm. So whether or not the tumbling part's done, we're getting up. We're going to walk this off. <laughs> physics, we haven't even checked. said otherwise. Yeah, <laughs> we haven't checked, we haven't checked the, the, the operating system yet, but we're pretty sure we can walk this one off. <laughs> so I got up to walk it off while I was still tumbling. So I went from being a small tumbling thing to a very long tumbling thing. Gingerbread man. <laughs> ragdoll man. I just fucking ragdoll like a son of a bitch. You, you, I, swear I hurt myself down. more in the last 12 feet of that crash than the entire <laughs> mile and a half getting up to it. Yeah. The, the weird part, when you hit hard, like yeah. during my stupidity days, I, I, I used to be okay at stoppies. And so I thought I was going to be like the man, and I started to go faster, faster, faster. Right. So the one time I murdered myself was on Route 2, and... I went over to handlebars. I did the same thing I always did, but this time something didn't work. And so I hit the thing, <laughs> and I'm sliding. And just like you're saying, predictive results. Everything slows down, and you're yeah. sliding, and you're watching the headlights spin oh, behind man. you on the road. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm glad I wore my helmet and leathers. Oh wait. Oh, that hurts. I think yeah. I broke something. Oh, that's my collarbone. Now yeah. it's shorter. And then as you roll and you flip. But like as you're saying, as God. you're sliding, the sliding's not bad. No, no. It's but like when you bad. see the grass coming up right. on the side, yeah. you're like, what's going to happen here? 
And then your arm catches, and all of a sudden you're tumbling, yeah. and that's when shit sucks. And then it just turns bad. But that whole thing took like two and a half hours. Oh, yeah. And then oh, you no. black out, and then you wake up a somewhere else. A crash but, takes forever. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. fucking awful, yeah. man. You're in the good back good. of the bus, and they said, which hospital do you want to go to? I was in the back of a pickup truck. My yeah. guys, yeah. they threw my bike and me in the back of a pickup truck. And I was so like, get out of here oh, before God. the fucking cops show up. <laughs> exactly. And it was that's the deal. Is how fast can you get people off the ground? Oh, yeah. And, and we had a little mm. tumble out here on a test drive. And as much as I did appear to be the conscientious first responder, <laughs> my motivations were clear. Yeah. Unasked the AO. And that's what it is, man. It's like you got to get you and yours and everything that you value away from that scene before the guys that are no fun at all show up. And if they, if they even hear that there might have been a motorcycle crash... They want to take pictures and measurements and take your bike away and all kinds of crap. So somebody brought up that uh, one of the interesting things that's happening at work, I don't think this is actually secret knowledge, is that we are going to be building four Kawasaki KLR 650s. Oh, really? Cleveland Police Department. Mm-hmm. Giving so up that, on the BMW thing. So they're giving up on the BMWs. <laughs> they're trying to take it to the next level. Right. Uh, and these guys got to some tune of a, a good amount of money. I can oh, yeah. quote dollars that I heard or whatever. Right. But they got to go out to California and learn how to ride them. And so yeah. they're in our shop, and we're trying to farkle them up and put lights on them and everything. Worst but thing then you can do. somebody said something about, too, that in this area, that right. their their target area is going to be the West Park area because there are a lot of people that way yeah. that yeah. are forming up into 100-bike bands and right. terrorizing yeah. the neighborhood. But I hadn't seen or heard anything about wow. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, bike I, bands, no kids. Look, I, I'm sure what a lot of it is too is they've just given up on the east side. Yeah, I think they've given up. I know they're they look. They've got four KLRs. They need a gunship and <laughs> amphibious vehicles. They need all kinds of shit. If they're going to go in there, they better go in heavy. They should just start because, a backfire. Well, on the east side, I live in Cleveland Heights. <laughs> they have they they do nothing. It sounds like a trumpet fucking symphony every yeah. warm day in right. the history of the yeah. east side. There's, yeah. I mean, every every fucking yeah. cantana in the world yeah. with no exhaust it's pipe is raging. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, good luck catching a sport bike or a hardcore dirt bike right. on a KLR. KLRs yeah, exactly. are thumper, bumping around. I mean, they're rugged as hell. Not the this is not a high-performance pursuit vehicle. We were vehicle. working exactly. over at the 5th District. Right. And some dude from the hood right. comes by, yeah. one-handed wheelie, exactly. on a Husqvarna, right. <laughs> giving us the hey-ho. He's got you outgunned. And he totally Trust bought me. that bike, by the way. Right. And, right. I, and yeah. I'm like, you guys... Waving these... his non-existent title Yeah, you. right, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> you sent these four chachas to California right. to learn to ride these KLRs. Right. Yeah. Any dude out there yeah. on the street is probably a better rider than you. Well, probably mm-hmm. a better rider than I. Because that's all they do is ass at around. Even if he's a And they don't give a shit about their bike. They don't, they don't give care. a shit about the bike. Right. They're, they're young, they're the dumb, essence. they're having fun. Do you know like, why I was never once, not ever, 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 ever apprehended by the local police in my neighborhood for all the horrible shit I burned down? Why? <laughs> because I knew how to get from backyard to backyard to backyard to backyard to backyard. I knew how to get over this fence and over that fence and go onto that cul-de-sac and go this way. <laughs> Your turf. Right? It was my fucking neighborhood. And so the police cars, even if there were ten of them, there's only one of me, and all i got to do is hop a fence. And now the police car is now the worst thing the cops got going for them. Yeah. Right. right? It started out yeah. by playing flashlight and then kicked right. a can. So right. we were out every night <laughs> yeah. playing in the whole neighborhood. Exactly. Running through everybody's right. backyard. So by our teen years, right. I knew every driveway, every sunken thing, every bush that I could... 
you could never catch me. I could go totally get go black. And, and every lock that ain't locked when no one's around, said Roger Miller. <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. this is it. This is this is how you defeat law enforcement is not through spending. It's through intel. And it's basically, if we know where to scamper, go catch me a chipmunk right now. Any that, one of you. That's why they bring back a chipmunk. I, no, go ahead. I'll let you spend as much money as you want to spend. Bring back a chipmunk. Do you know why you can't go hunt chipmunks? Well, fuckers know where to go. <laughs> right? Just get a five-gallon bucket. <laughs> half half full of the water. And that's exactly and seeds on the top. And that's seeds my, on the top. My answer yeah. was, you just spent how, yeah. how many thousands of dollars right. on these four bikes? Why didn't you spend the money on a trap or something like that? And I did a real quick search. Right. There's a thing out right now called RF Safe. Yeah. Which is not an EM pulse type no. weapon. It's a radio frequency thing. And all it does is freak out your CDI. Oh, really? It doesn't destroy it. No, it just scrambles it for It a scrambles it enough to shut your bike off. Wow. So all you have to do is have a truck or a car that has yeah. this thing on it. Yeah. And get them out ahead of this group. And when they come by, and even if it only works on 20 to 30% of the bikes yeah, in this group. Can, no, the other 60% are going to run right into they're it. They're like, holy shit. Well, I think that's a good you thing. Just, you just grab 20, yeah. 30 stolen quads right. and stuff like yeah. that. So that's, that. These are the same people mm-hmm. who thought making a fucking dirt bike track dirt bike in track. inner city was going to make people go, like, you know what? This is why, we want, this is right. why we're doing this. Right. We we're not doing wheelies on the street and stealing well, stuff because we're missing a dirt bike track. So. This is it. Right, I want to give up my life a crime. I got a dirt bike track. Right, that's all we wanted to do. I'm going to call that dirt bike track Crime Central. Right, yeah. <laughs> this is going to be the swap meet location where we sell the shit we stole last right. week. You know what yeah. And then the fury to the people we stole it from. Speaking I'm of, you see that guy just got sentenced in that dirt bike scam where mm. he had well, the dirt bike stolen from him on Craigslist. The old okay. man. And then right, the old man hunted the guy down because the guy was trying to resell it. He knew where it was or something. He went. Okay. He killed the guy. Shot oh, he him. did. Yeah. Or he, he yeah, shot him. He, yeah, yeah. He, he killed him, him though, too, yeah. dude. That's horse yeah. wrestling. So what happened? Me. I mean, that's he just got enough. sentenced. He shouldn't have gotten sentenced. He should have been. That, he shouldn't have. Wait, been wait, wait, wait. So, so he got horse sentenced to. Yeah. What was horse the, wrestling? To prison for I don't know for how many years. I don't think it was for life or anything. But the guy was a 50, 60 year old guy, and now he's going away for all right. 10, 20 years. Right? Well, did they threaten him when he tried to get it back, or what happened? There was a confrontation, yeah, but I think he was packing heat when he went there, well, too. Yeah, I, that's his it, intentions. Yeah, he had to shoot somebody. And that's, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's back to where we were yeah. talking about that video. Right. This guy's hanging out the window. He sees the guy stealing. Right. His life's not being threatened. No. If he shoots him out the window, exactly. if you, you do that in this country, uh, you're going away. You're going to go to jail. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly With a baseball bet, you're going to get five months, so just right. use that instead. I've already said if I had to shoot somebody in my driveway stealing my car, I'm dragging them right in the garage real quick, putting the door down. We're going to work. That's. <laughs> I'm going to dress him up in leather. going to put a ball gag in his mouth. And just say, shit got weird. Your Honor, shit got weird. Body's going to go away. Yep, shit got weird. I didn't think that could happen. Come on, I'm going to invoke the Carradine defense. Yeah. I'm going to hang him on a real low doorknob. That's it. Yeah. Weird shots fired and everything. I'm going to have NXS playing in the background. It's going to be great. Just a couple people disappeared. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I read about this shit on the internet. Next thing you know, it was dead. Steve's disposal plant out there in Overland. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! All right, we have to end this. Wait, I got a PSA. Oh, you do? I need I need your best macerator. (laughs) Wait, no, you have a story to tell us. Uh Why is the thing not happening tomorrow? Oh, the Hooli. Why are you not participating? We were going to do the United States Bartenders Guild because that's a thing. Because that had to happen. Uh, Can you imagine 
going to a party thrown by the United States Bartenders Guild. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would wow. think. Yeah. yeah. My head hurts just thinking about it. <laughs> the, uh, so what would hurts happen ahead is of time. we were going to, the intentions were they're going to pull a permit and everything else and have a little party here in our parking lot to compete with the Hooli, which is the uh, Irish National Festival of some sort. Uh, it's it's lousy St. Paddy's Day for pros. Yeah. Is this right? derived from the same word as hooligan? It, well, we were going to fucking say, call it the hooligan rally, but anyway, we put our permit in, and it was promptly denied by the powers that be. And I called uh, Commander Fay, that is his real name, spelled exactly like you think it is, and uh, and I called Commander Fay and said, hey, uh, you know, vas es los, or vas gibs, man. And he said, uh, he goes, yeah, he goes, can't have two liquor events so close to each other. Yeah. And I went... Ah, oh, there's like 75, 80 feet. <laughs> Still too close. And so, yeah, so we got we got the kibosh on our uh, on the hooli. What do you got? Oh yeah, the no stopping our parking by police order. That's a good perfect. That's a good souvenir. I like that. Don't read this one. Oh, nice. No, no, we can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is very nice. Yeah. 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 So we're gonna around in front of the store. How much are right? those going for? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, definitely. That's that's an important sign to have. <laughs> I think that's I think that's what they call in Monopoly free parking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You put one of those on the back. One of those on the back of even some weird shit I drive, and you're probably not going to get a ticket. So, yeah. so why can't you just have people come over with their own beer? BYOB. It's a Saturday at the shop, man. All right, it's a Saturday at the shop. If you want to well, come, if actually, you want to come in here and listen to seventy-year-old men tell you about the bull taco they once had, <laughs> you're more than welcome to. Yeah, I think there are some actual laws about having alcohol on the beer. Well, you know what? There used to be. Okay. And you know what changed that? Phil Waters. No. <laughs> it turns out what changed it is lack of enforcement. Wine and cheese nights. Oh. Well, the fucking Pinky and the Air Crew. So the Pinky and the Air Crew decided that they wanted to. Uh, yeah, the Pinky and the Air Crew decided they wanted to sell more Mercedes and shit. So they decided a good way to sell Mercedes was to team up with like the local Somalier and all these like you know Somalians. Coffee. <laughs> well, they, they come up in very small boats. Damn. If you're lucky, you get to shoot them. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Well, they kidnap you and make you buy a Mercedes <laughs> and force feed you free ransom. Right. But yeah, the, so they do a, a lot of a lot of high end car dealerships like those Marshall Goldman types or whatever. You know, oh nice. yeah. Yeah. They'll yeah. do uh, they'll do some wine and cheesy events. Nice. So they like because apparently you can't pry the average fucking you know country club fuck off his wallet without a quart of wine. So, uh, court. Uh, <laughs> well, no, the guy, the guy has his trophy wife. She gets hammered. He knows he's going to get laid, so That's he true. buys her a new car. That's, That's all that works. Uh, yeah. uh, I'd like to introduce you the, the pink Vespa and the green Vespa that right. I just sold the same this week. What <laughs> <laughs> you're saying is you could be feeding people beers while you're trying to sell them a bike? Oh, my God. Uh, no, you can't, you, do, you can't do it while you're actually conducting a sale. You can do it as a private event. Oh, so, dude. Okay. A private event. Thursday night, Cleveland yeah. Moto wine and, and, and PBR nights. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> PBR yeah. and Velveeta. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you exactly. go. Burger, beer, and sausage. Look at outside. If no, you bring cheese whiz. <laughs> cheese whiz is expensive. I'm used to shit comes in a cardboard, cardboard colored cardboard box. Government cheese. Yeah. Yeah, in a five pound block alone. It doesn't say cheese food. No, it cheese doesn't. This doesn't is what cheese is. <laughs> 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 I have one last thing yeah. to say. 
So my wife in the mail today got a collection notice from a company called PRZ or something for a Verizon account that none of us have ever had. Have ever had. Ever had. Ever yet. And so I looked Nobody's it up real had. quick, and it was like scam, scam, scam. Yeah. So we called them. Right. And so my wife, being the awesome human being that she is, said, yes, I'd like to speak to your scam department. Oh. And the lady said, hold on one second, and yeah. connected her to somebody. Yeah, exactly. And so she went on to scream at this person and you know, ask them for the thing. So anyways, if you get a Verizon collection notice that yeah. you've never had and you've never had a Verizon yeah. account, this is a well-known thing. They're out of Seattle, Washington. Oh. They're a legitimate company, yeah. but they have a zero rating with the BBB. Oh. And, oh. and somehow they get whatever information from you, and they yeah. try to, they, they, they'll take it to the hill. They'll take it to the courts. Well, the just last... pay your balance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is well, the last time I was involved in a, a, a motorcycle collision, I had some outstanding medical debt that wasn't being taken care of by the other party's insurance. Mm-hmm. So it was racking up, and like they, they you know, hospitals have all these clever ways that they're turning you over to collections like mm-hmm. nine mm-hmm. seconds after you left the ER. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> you never got yeah. your first right. bill. You never got your first yeah, bill. Right. And yet you look it up and the collections company is run by the hospital, right? And it's like, it's separate, but equal. Anyway, <laughs> the uh, but no, I called them up and I said there was somebody impersonating me that got in a motorcycle crash. <laughs> Boy, that made their head spin. How's that smell? <laughs> what the fuck is that all about? Yeah, some assholes out there is impersonating me. Got in some kind of motorcycle crash, and I'm getting these weird motorcycle crash, and I'm getting these weird bills. I didn't think, I've never what's your been, name, honey? Never even been in your fucking hospital. Yeah, I've never like, been on a motorcycle. I, I don't even know what the hell this shit's about. Yeah, right. That's yeah. brilliant. I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it, dude, it took them off the scent for like 120 days until I could get shit really sorted out, and then I got shit really sorted out, and then we took care of it. But in the meantime, I didn't have all the collection shit chasing me down because I was like, yeah, there's there's a dude out there impersonating me. Trying to no, be me. But this Brilliant. shit is crazy because we've never had a Verizon phone. Well, this is the point. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, I was telling right. them I never had a motorcycle. Well, yeah, but yeah you did. That's exactly it. <laughs> we really yeah, didn't right, have right. a Verizon phone. That's my whole point of this. I just never answered oh, yeah. my phone. Oh, oh so that too, yeah. You got yeah. that right. I yeah, that's that works. Get this. I got a call the other day with a area code from Stockport, Ohio. Do you remember going through Stockport? Yeah, I do, yeah. yeah you guys had to drive right through it. The Stockport's about as big as my pinky finger. I don't even know they would have, like, a caller ID would identify Stockport, Ohio. Well, somehow my phone was being tracked. It's geolocation. They know I was Clearly it was a party line. They know I was there, whatever. But there's there's no businesses in Stockport. It's like a fucking podunk. They don't have a light. Yeah, exactly. They don't. Post office, and I don't even think there was a gas station there. Yeah, there's no traffic control device in that town. Yeah. So I got a PSA. Ha! Another one. I got a PSA. Well, who's going first? You go first. All right. So I, I was at Cycle Gear waiting on my Senna. Right. Your new one. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So some fella comes in to pick up the two motorcycle tires that he purchased right. online from Senna. Right. Senna. And they're from Senna. Uh, excuse me, Cycle Gear. Right. Everyone they else set them down. Yeah. And I told the guy, I said, well, check the date on it. Yeah, says, right. Yeah. says, what do you mean? So I show Just a curious where, little fun fact. Yeah, show them where the date is. Find and, out when and, your tires were born. And the front tire was the 35th week of 2017. I said, that's cool. Yeah, it's fresh. The rear tire yeah. is like the fifth week of 2016. I said, you don't want this two-year-old piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, really? <laughs> and he says, I said, yeah, fuck you. you know, I said, you know, they're only good for five years. How long are you going to have it? Yeah. And, and he says... Oh, shit, I never knew that. I said... He's like, I'm going to smoke this shit down tomorrow. Sent it back. And he sent the thing back. Yeah. They brought out another one that was 2017. So, the point is, you're buying your tires. Check the date. Oh, always check the date. On your tires. But, you know... 
This this poor guy would have walked out of the yeah. the thing with a two year old tire. A or, for for people Pete that don't know, it was ten years, five to sell, ten to wear. So Continental's policy is it's five to sell. Don't buy a tire that's over five. But ten was what the guy said was the the maximum lifespan of a tire. And where do you no. find where do you find no. it forever? Wrong. <laughs> five years wear yeah. on a tire. Yeah. that's the end. Yeah. Of it. Where do you find the date? There is an oblong right. uh, impression on right. the tire that'll have four four, four numbers. The first two numbers are the week. Yeah. The last two numbers are the year. So right. you got to look on one side or the other, but look for the oblong around the. Uh, right. Okay, Chris. <clears throat> You can also smell. It. Yeah, I know it's a piece for of shit. Uh, I, I, only because I like smelling. Only, only for your own. <laughs> it's weird. That's that Just a little bit of personal advice. Like, oh, yeah. Don't ever come in here and do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what's your PSA? Just, uh, what's my, your, PS, my PSA was I almost, sixteen ounce Millers. Yeah, Six, sixteen ounce Millers are really tasty. Pounders, yeah. <laughs> uh, just traffic cameras are maybe going to be coming back online. Oh, really? Yeah. Cleveland? Yeah. And like even over on Harvard Avenue, yeah, there are traffic cameras in Newburgh. <coughs> oh, and stuff like that. So they found it. How do you take them down? How do you take them down? No, you don't take it down. You take it in the ass. How about this? I I never understood why they didn't get taken down more, but we saw that for whatever reason, people didn't have enough. I got fucked recently by one of those. So I went, so I I had to go for my job. I had to go pick up a camera from the the camera rental place we usually use. And it was 1035 in the morning where there's no fucking kids going to school at 1035 in the morning. Mm -hmm. And I was doing 28 in a fucking 20 zone, apparently, in this thing. And they sent me a fucking ticket. Have a dick sandwich. And there's yeah. no no there's no fucking there's no sign, there's no blinking mm-hmm. lights, there's no yeah. shit. You're just driving can, down right. something over there. Can can you get a license plate flap that drops down That's on your license? That's a good idea. Any one of the ones that like flashes out, like re- reflects the flash mm-hmm. back at the camera and you yeah. can't read your thing. But you can also be pulled over for that. Yeah, he's gonna yeah. say yeah. a lot of people you can get away with that pretty easy. Like they're not I don't yeah. It's... That. Coppers actually generally, uh, at least from my perspective and everything, are like they don't really like them because that's taking away their job. Yes, and it is. Like, I know I've always had a strong thing that, you know, it should always be, you should be able to stand and face your accuser. That's exactly right. And that there should always be a person on the other end of whatever device is, Absolutely right. is fucking right. you over. Right. <laughs> every, every, I like the human touch. Well, yeah. uh, <laughs> every like person that's ever shoved something into me has been there. Has been there, yeah. right. <laughs> All right, well, that's it. we got two hours and 11 minutes, unless anybody else has a PSA. All right, good, fantastic. Thank uh, God. I think, yeah, I, I think <laughs> yeah. we should uh, rise fast yeah. and take chances.